All who come to this happy place, welcome. The moment has arrived to welcome the world to Euro Disney. Welcome, curious friends. Come on, everybody. Here we go. <laughs> Jeff is already laughing. Hi everyone, and welcome to another new episode of the ED92 podcast. We're on fire this month, but there's also tons of news, so we thought we would have another episode. And I'm here again with Jeff from DLP Town Square. Hello. And Elliot from Elliot is Hi. back. <laughs> Where were you last time? I was working. Ah, yeah. he was working. And we have a special guest today, David from David at Disney, right? Is that yeah. your... It's actually your last name in my uh, phone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, last time. <laughs> he's going to join us today. And uh, we have a lot to talk about because last Friday was the big Inside Ears one-year anniversary, but mostly updates on what's new and what's happening. Uh, Jeff and I were there. And, uh, we were there on Twitter. And you were there, everyone else was there on Twitter. Uh, so yeah, so the, the, big, uh, the, the first big segment that we had on Friday was a lot about refurbs, and uh, Daniel Delcourt took the stage to talk about that. The return of Delcourt. Yeah. So. <laughs> they bring him out once a year. <laughs> well, yeah, so last year, I think, uh, we, I mean, we talked about it on... Um, on some of the podcast episodes uh, last year, I think he was maybe a little bit uh, too optimistic slash open and told us a lot of things that didn't quite happen. So this year we're very eager to see what he had to say. Uh, so I think part of it was trying to mitigate what he said last year. But, kind of matata. Uh, yeah, but I mean, so the, the big news that everyone was waiting for and they made us wait for it until I think the end of the segment. Yeah, because there was a segment at the beginning because they were talking about well, Phantom Manor, of course. And there was sort of the segment at the beginning, like, we'll come back to this in a minute. Yeah. And then they did, like, a long time later. <laughs> yeah, After a break. No, yeah. no, no, it wasn't after a break. He said it at the end of his presentation, just like, oh, yeah, by the way. Well, they had a video for it. Oh, yeah, it was a cool video. It was a cool video. It was a cool video. And they used a, they used a drone before park opening. I checked <laughs> because there was some conversation in our little groups being like, is it CGI? I don't think they have budget for that. Um, so, yeah, May 3rd. I think, I think the weather and all of that was CGI. Who needs that was, CGI? Like, that was yeah. rain and like a thunderstorm. Paris R weather. Right. <laughs> Paris weather. But the, yeah, but the opening, like the actual yeah, yeah, base yeah. video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so May 3rd, in case you haven't heard, I'm sure you've heard. Um, is the reopening? There's been it's been quite a saga because uh, they've told the whole story before, right? Well, I mean, a saga of like refurb oh, yeah. issues coming uh, Halloween. Yeah, it was supposed to be there by autumn last year. They built a float yeah. to celebrate the reopening. <laughs> How awkward! <laughs> Only Disneyland Paris could pull that off. There are several technical reasons that we're not going to get into why this took so long. Um, yeah. Uh, but now it's opening, and so there's a whole bunch of um, events. Um, cast members are going to get it next Friday. That's um, so yeah. soon. soon, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, uh, it's going to be kind of awkward because I guess they. I mean, they can't just stop everyone from posting. I'm sure they'll try. Well, they were allowed to post the closing event. Right, but that's different. So there's, it was controversial, though, because these events, they announced backwards. So they announced the general opening date first, so everyone booked to go then. They announced soft openings, which more people booked to. Then the day before the soft openings, they announced the reopening party, 
which then everyone had already booked to go for soft openings or the opening day. Everything backwards. Yeah. yeah. But then did the reopening party not sell out in like a minute this yeah. morning anyway? So I wouldn't have booked to go for that one until I had tickets for it. Lots of people. Are you going? No. You know, Lots of people have booked I, to go and didn't get tickets. Yeah. Well, it, so so yeah, so so from Friday cast members, Tuesday night, um, Infinity AP holders, and inside ears. Um, more cast members. <laughs> And um, and so that event, uh, twelve hundred people, I think, uh, sold out in like two and a half minutes. So I just don't understand how like they sell out these huge parties with like eight thousand people. Why did they think that only one thousand two hundred people would want to go to this big event of the year? Well, know? because you have capacity. You can't you can't put eight thousand people on Phantom Manor for like three hours. And you know those parties take significantly longer to sell out. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is all part of their look. Your Infinity AP has value. Oh, I like it. Now pay six hundred euros for it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have value if not if like fifty percent of people that want to do it or more can't actually get tickets to these things as well. That's probably part of the issue. Announcing them like a week and a half. Right. Before. I mean, and that, yeah, cause I think they're still doing these things too far to people that live ten minutes away. But you'll have probably less Infinity Pass holders at some point. So you will, you know, say you have say 10,000 infinity pass holders and 1,000 can go that's 10% that's significant yeah I guess so see and that is actually the second free event like in the space of a month so like these things might be really regular yeah so people have them with that booking system this morning is it needed to put in one person's details so if you're a family of four with four infinity holders one person had to go and book and they had to go back in and put the second person oh, details yeah. in like four times so I read people that said okay two of our family got tickets to it so two people have to like can go in and do it, and the other two can't attend the yeah, event. There's, I, like, there's problems with the booking system still, I think. Yeah, I've seen people like saying, "I can go, but my husband can't go. I can go, but my kids can't go." Like, that's a problem. Yeah, and make well, the panel in English as well because they can't <laughs> understand how to book it. Oh yeah, yeah. The infinity um, um, espace is only in French. Yeah, and but um, the tickets for the but it's quite simple to understand. It's it's you know non prenant in email like, yeah. I think it's quite obvious. Yeah. Well, we'll come back to um, annual passes in our third segment. Yeah. <laughs> We're ready. Bring the popcorn. Uh, we'll talk about value and prices and what people expect from it. And new tickets. And new tickets. But uh, let's keep going with uh, Daniel's list. Um, Utopia was weirdly on the list. Oh, and by the way, uh, Phantom Manor is not going to open with Fast Pass. Um, so even though it's all there. It, well, the wow. sign is there, but nothing else is there. <laughs> the infrastructure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, the, the... there's a sign. I don't think there's anything <laughs> they built else. A path. Right, right. But so no, no, that that always existed because you always had the front. The it was refurbished. So yeah. because I don't think it was really um, whatever uh, safe, you, you know, like um, yeah. I'll so sta- I'll stand in my hell. Phantom Manor does not need fast pass. Well, Keep that's the whole thing. Capacity. That's the whole thing. It doesn't need fast pass. It might when it reopens, though. For a little while. For a little while, though. But like, Paris of the Caribbean needs like, like two thousand five hundred people per hour capacity. Throughput rise. Even if you're in a forty-five minute queue, you're still moving all the time in Phantom Manor. It doesn't feel like a forty-five minute queue. It's not like a forty-five minute crosses coaster queue where you're standing still for half the time. <laughs> and like I think the last that half an hour is and Phantom Manor. You're in that. Even if you're, I've been in that little back courtyard area on Phantom Manor the in the queue, the switchback bit, and it's still a nice area to be in. And you're, they are filling the, um, filling the pre, pre uh, what's it called? Pre show area yeah. regularly. So it's not like it's not a 
frustrating shoot to be yeah, in exactly. anyway. Have you all read the, uh, the book? The book that was made about the creation of DLP? Which, Which one? one? The, 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 the big one, you know, the oh, main one. Oh, Sketch to Reality? Yeah, Sketch to Reality. So it says in Sketch to Reality that the Imagineers were going to build this whole barn area for the Phantom Manor queue line, but they realised that the capacity of the attraction was so high that they would spend all this money on this, like, barn that people would be queuing in that no one would actually spend any time in because you'd be walking on. Oh, that's fair. So why does it need fast pass? I, I, think, I think that little queue area is okay, and there's, uh, there's a few drinking fountains and things yeah. in that area too, so, like... <laughs> no, but, but, like, it is, like... You it's important you... <laughs> to stay hydrated, kids. But, you know, you Disney have, you have the statues, you. you've got, like, the, the kind of yeah. creepy music, yeah. you've got enough, like, if you need a drink, you don't have have to leave like and there is you might to be able to watch the character if there's a character still there i don't know what they're doing with oh that. yeah <laughs> watch like the molly molly brown going around on yeah. the water yeah, and stuff it's, it's, nice it's a nice place to be yeah. in it's not yeah. a horrible switchback but i think going back to fast pass i don't think fast pass will come for everyone i think it's going to be a fast pass that's going to be a bonus for people who buy fast passes so i don't think it's going to be a anyone can just get a fast pass it'll be like a nice bonus on the fast pass Super offer that they have and sort of like give them more reason to buy a fast pass b- b- pack or whatever you call them like ticket um another attraction that's getting fast pass is utopia and i'm not sure also how that's gonna work out because yeah the capacitive utopia is diabolical on a like close on a small winter's day that'll be like an hour queue yeah Everything. and it's so it's so misleading because it, it rarely overflows so you get in there and you're like, oh, actually, that looks, that looks okay. And then, you, and then you're actually in there for an hour and a half. You're like, crap, man. Yeah, I've done that before. Right? I've it made looks, that yeah, so many Because you think, you think the queue looks okay, but it actually loops around in a weird way so many times. And, and it got, goes so slow. And that like really deep bit, the last bit, once you're kind of out of the bit that kind of circles around the, I don't know, what, what do we call it? I don't know. The switch bags. Uh, yeah, but it's around the sort of the pillar thing, yeah. and then, and you go you go down towards the exit, the uh, the loading station, and then down like that bit's really long. <laughs> I've never yeah. been in Autopia. Oh, you should. It's fun. You just keep bumping everyone, and the cat numbers yelling at you. <laughs> I've got enough. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, don't do that. Don't go, do it, go but, on it. Yeah. But wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they they're refurbing uh, the the signs. It looks like a roller coaster. The <laughs> the um, the road. I mean, the road was I pretty rough, I guess. Um, well, hybrid cars were already there, no? But I think now, I think they were sort of half and half. Maybe I think. By now, we'll have. They're using the ones from Hong Kong. No, no, no. no, They've they've uh, they've they've changed like the the engines. Yeah, the Paris cars, but with new um, engines. When was it? Was it with you that we were backstage in a bus and uh, and it was an Utopia car in front of of us? (laughs) (laughs) Someone was testing one backstage, like you know. (laughs) So uh, yeah, they're working on it. It's fun to see them. so Utopia is coming back. Uh, the railroad is also coming back, even though it, it really hasn't been in refurb. Um, Jeff, we were talking before that they've redone they've some of the tracks, some track. but I think it's more of like, well, since it's closed, we might as well do some things. It's mostly operational. Um, I guess. Does that reopen when the Chaparral, the Frontierland Theatre reopens? To open End of 30th. June, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that only closed because of the construction to the theatre? No, it was closed for operational reasons. Okay. They were saving money. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. There's only ever, but my issue with Disneyland Paris Railroad is there's only ever one train, or so yeah. many things have been running. Yeah. It can be like an hour wait. 
to get yeah. round the park. You'd be quicker just walking across the park yeah. than using the transport. It's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so they have, they have three trains. No, they have four, I think. Yeah, they have four. But they never run four. I mean, if they run but two, they it's can, like Christmas. They can run three at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is one of those things. It takes a lot of staff. And, um, and, does uh, it matter? Yeah, yeah because... You have to have one driving... I think you have a second one, conductor, one in the, you have a second a one in the driving car. Yeah. You've got a conductor at the back of the train, a conductor about halfway up the train, then each station needs at least two or three cast members. And you've you got three stations. It, though, that's like to send a, a character out, that's like four or five cast members. Well you have four stations if it's fully operational. <laughs> but Frontier Lands yeah, never open. Yeah. No, Frontier so, Lands always open. Yeah, I mean not yeah. not lately, but it will be now, I guess. Um so I guess I, you know, and it's winter, and who really wants to sit in a cold train? I guess fans do, but maybe regular guests don't have the best experience in like winter. So they did close it, but no, no one expected to like it should have reopened by now because it's nice again. And um, so anyway, saving money. Um, I think it was like a full eight months, wasn't it? That's six. Um, yeah, it was a long time, man. Yeah, it closed in like September or it something. Was, no? It was open at Run Disney last year. Because I waited an hour to get on it. Because everything else was like two hour wait. Yeah. That Saturday, yeah. So it must have been just after Run Disney last year. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It's been a long time. It's tough. Um, Something else that's going into refurb, quote unquote, is the parking. So they're cutting cast members at the the toll booth. I love how Daniel was very careful not to say that. But it's actually a cost saving. He was very much like... Oh, this is going to be so much faster. They're like high-speed toll booth machines. Oh, you mean like and on the highway? Still, <laughs> and we will still have like these booths with cast members if you need them. Right. So it's... there'll be some cast members, but mostly they're trying to cut people out of the toll booth. Been automatic uh, in the US for years. No. No. no you actually pop up, hand someone your money, and they let you in. The it's thing is, is that they said that they were not going to raise the price. Uh, no, sorry. They said that you can have contactless now in the parking. But in France, the contactless limit's 20 euros. So if they want to raise the price, uh, they can't. Well, it's already above <laughs> it, no? It's already more than 30 euros. 20 euros. Is it? Yeah. I thought contactless was 20. Though. No, no the price park, of the parking, yeah. I mean. No, 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 I mean like the contactless limit. Because whenever you're paying in the park, yeah. they're always like, no, above 20 euros, nope. Yeah. yeah. So you... I don't know. <laughs> Apple Pay is more. No, Apple Pay's unlimited. Disneyland Paris needs to get on board with Apple Pay. It's just an update to their card <laughs> machines. Like, it's yeah, literally... I mean, it's well, they're off. getting... Apparently, they're also getting new, um, like, um, card machines, like readers and stuff. Uh, well... I've been to Disneyland Paris multiple times when the card machines and the whole resort have gone down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they need a whole new system. I think it's, like, it's, it dates from, like, 92 or something. Yeah. <laughs> the hilarious thing is if you're going into a shop in the morning, which I did last weekend actually to buy a drink of water, I was the first person to use the card machine every single time you're the first person they're always like this is going to take a moment <laughs> and like you'll just sit there and wait and just watch the card machine boot up and go through all like it's pre like I have seen that actually <laughs> I've seen that at um, when we went to eat at Estudistau and it just had open and it was like it said something like you know Disney graphic booting or something for a while I was like yeah, oh okay it like Disney in it and like, I did it once in one of the partner hotels which is the, the B&B I did it in it took 10 minutes for the card machine oh to goodness. boot up. I was just stood there, like, waiting. <laughs> and, like, the bus arrives to go to the park. I'm like, oh, yeah, like, Well, we I guess we're not getting that one. <laughs> I guess it's in their best interest to make it as easy for you to spend money as possible. Yeah. So if you've got Apple Pay and everything, just make, they make well, money off people. So people they're, ref- watch on a thing. they're refurbishing um, Emporium and are going to have this Apple style. Oh, we, have a, we have our Apple employee here. Um, well, not for long. Um, so... Uh, 
Cast will be able to help you in a shop, and then if you decide to buy, they'll just pull out their little terminal, and they'll be able to check queue out on the spot without having you to queue. Good thing that they don't offer bags anymore. <laughs> right, so there's no more bags anyway, so then that simplifies the whole thing, right? I feel like they need some kind of like stickers. Don't they do that, Apple? They put a sticker on it? No? On what? On merchandise once you've bought it. No? Mm-hmm. Where do they do that? I've seen that I've seen that happen before and they put a sticker on it, meaning you've paid for it. Because then, you know, how are they gonna know that you've paid for it? I mean, like not gonna lie, you could steal from that store so easily. <laughs> oh no, 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 right. no, no, you couldn't. They're like they are watching. Really? I mean they have they definitely have security undercover at Disney, that's that's for sure. I don't know who they are, but they're here. <laughs> they're watching you. Yeah, don't don't try it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I yeah. Um but that'll be cool. You watch like those Disney documentaries that end up on French TV. Like, oh, they're awful. Like, they are watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, so they're taking over uh, the barbershop space. Uh, very, very controversial. Uh, it, it is, so, okay, so wait. So the next day I went and had a look. And uh, so when you're on Main Street, you basically do not know that there's a barber there. It, it yeah, is. You have, you have to be at the arcade. It is really, and even in the arcade, you know, they close the door. So the door no, from no, the arcade have, is kind to, of like yeah. a... Around you have to be in that little alcove, like, and to even know that it's there. Exactly. Even in the Emporium, I think there's like a little curtain they have that actually covers it. So. Yeah. It, is, is it true that there's only one, like, one person that does it? Yeah. yeah. And if they're not working, it's just guy. not open. Domenico. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it it sounds like I get I get their argument that it is not visible and it might not get a lot of business and it is not really a tradition in in Paris also because you can't see it and it's only one person. And, you know, in the U.S., they have this tradition of, like, having, you know, the kids' first haircuts, yep. and they have all sorts of offerings, like, they put glitter in your hair and uh, whatever, you know, like, they, no, but really, like, they have all those, like, this whole, like, laundry list of options, and it's obviously overpriced, but people love it, because you get your haircut on Main Street, and they have, like, the barbershop outfits, and it's an experience, it's an experience, so... It sounds like maybe they're trying to do the same thing. And so they're moving it into the arcade. We don't have really much more information. I feel like a chair in the arcade. A chair. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a lot deeper than But that. I think, so apparently what they're trying to do is they're trying to like mix uh, the Statue of Liberty diorama with the barbershop. But isn't it like really dark in there? It's really so dark. it's really dark, but I mean, they could do a skylight. They could do, there's a lot they could do. There's, there's room back there, backstage behind it. Um, They're just hoping you ish. pay for your haircut and then you walk out and you're like, what have you done? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but it is controversial every time you touch something that's kind of like, photography. you know. It's like a hidden gem as well, that Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and nobody knows it's yeah. there. I, think one, I didn't know it was there for years. I walked around and I was like, what, what is in here? And it's like, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. And now it's just going to be like, because they can't leave it the way it is. I mean, um, it is, is not, it's not, it's not high traffic. Like, not no, to, we can have no. An but not everything needs to be high traffic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, watch out for the inside years, annual pass, 1200 people, uh, closing party. 12 people. Yeah, someone's going to come and sing, you know, the, um, the French and American anthem and uh you walk away with like a jar of dirt or something yeah like. yeah walk away with like some of the dust that's, that's been accumulating in there for 27 years <laughs> a little box of dust um so yeah i mean let's see what they do i guess um i'm, I'm interested i think so a lot of people were skeptical when they closed town square photography to floors and yeah it doesn't have the same 
sort of vibe to it. But it she, does not. But like, it's not it's not a terrible shop. That's not dreadful. I buy most well, of my stuff in there. But but the I thing is, like, at least they're making something that's unique. A barbershop is quite unique. Hopefully, they'll have great theming and they'll have more staff and so have better offer. They've just gone. We're getting rid of the barbershop. Exactly. Yeah. So that's that's quite nice. And also, it's nice to have something in the arcade that's actually going to be on the other side, on the west side. So yeah. um, it becomes more of like a town feeling. Like yeah. yeah, and you'll be able to see it through the doors when you're on Main Street. And obviously, arcade actually have a really high foot traffic. Pe- a lot of people use the arcades. Yeah. on the other side. Like, are completely trolling us. Oh <laughs> no! Where the, no. Glass, where the glass person is, you know where the, all the. No, you can't sit there because or... you've got the toilets. Yeah, they can't go back in there. They could just put a, they put a seat there. <laughs> but, yeah, but like, you can I mean, there's really. Yeah, wet in the toilet. Come back and see me. In the sink. <laughs> there's really no other place it's in Liberty in. Arcade that it could go, right? Because yeah. basically. The all, all discovery arcade. The all no, all the other know. doors that you see there are actually the store's back rooms. So yeah. like you have all of Emporium back storage on the right side of the arcade and you see cast members go in and out in there with giant bins full of merchandise. Yeah. These can't move and and then uh, across from um Casey's um you have sort of like the characters entrance there. Um yeah, I don't think you can do anything yeah. else. And also you have already a great frame to do like a storefront with the entrance yeah. of the diorama. So I mean, a cynical alternative is they close the barber shop, they may never hear about this ever again. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they may be like, okay, well, uh, actually, uh, yeah, we'll get the <laughs> Danielle's going to come back next year and be like, the barbershop project is at 99%, <laughs> guys. But <laughs> cool. The only thing I would say is like, the one thing Disneyland Paris doesn't really need is more merchandise space. I know, right? I mean, how much more space does the Emporium get out of the barbershop? It's yeah. like, we're not going for one back merchandise. But you, you need a lot more space to have cast members walking around to sell you the stuff. Like, you can't have like any kind of narrow walkways they all have to be relatively wide yeah I just don't know how much space that barbershop actually takes up <laughs> in terms of the overall not that much it doesn't take up much but like that kind of space will allow you just to space out things just a little bit more it is a bit dark and narrow in that corner yeah. to be honest yeah it's like where the seasonal stuff is isn't it in that back yeah well, you, well, you, might, you could like use that space as a cash desk like you could have one cash desk and it could be there yeah. and then you get rid of all the other cash desks yeah. No. Like a customer service desk. Uh, you know, it's it's always kind of scary when they change things. But um, yeah, floors. I think floors was really not needed, and they could have kept the photography cool. shop yeah. and turned it into like a better shop. You know, it didn't need to because go that with was, that. Wasn't yeah. a bad shop. Like the whole. Okay. Yes. Uh, it was very photography film. focused. It was giant counter and then sort of. Sure. Was. Yeah, but you have other shops in Main Street, like. Um, for a long time it's becoming a bit more storybooky again but for a long time the storybook shop was not a bookshop oh, yeah. it was it's just again. yeah, yeah, yeah it, cool. it's more it's not quite that but it's more but well, people don't really buy that many books when they go to Disney Fancy yeah matter. like you could you have this 19th yeah. century shop that's you know a photography shop but it, it doesn't have to sell photography products yeah. yeah it could just be you know this was the photography studio of George Eastman and you could still have a really nice theme photo pass counter to like 
yeah. keep yeah, it as have, a. We have the photo pass. And they have the photo pass calendar in there, so you could make it like more themed as a you know. And then the rest of the shop could be seasonal shops. It's fine. Like it doesn't need like Main Street Motors doesn't sell like you know cars themed merchandise. It used to. It used to sell cars. It used. Yeah, it did actually, but but not aspirational for a theme park. I know, right? They were like, well, you know, when they build Paris, it was just like the Imagineers were given like a blank slate and they could do whatever they want. Yeah, it was it was the good days when like marketing was and on their back like 24-7 being like no you can't do this you can't do that it's always like a struggle between marketing and Imagineers to to you know and obviously Imagineers they don't care about how much plush they sell they just care about telling a story but sadly this is not the world we live in I think Main Street Motors still works as a clothes shop okay it's not selling cars but who's gonna buy a car it's a beautiful shop it's a beautiful shop I um, like all of those ones actually. I, I really like uh, Boardwalk. <laughs> yeah, Jeff is pointing store. at Leicester Square. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really like the uh, the Boardwalk Candy Palace. That's a oh, beautiful that. yeah. shop. Yeah, yeah. And it's the only place you can get like good snacks in the whole resort. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because they bring them in from the outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that. <laughs> to be fair, some of those Marvels. I know you talked about Marvel before, but some of those Marvel snacks were pretty good. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They are. Oh, they did great for Marvel this year. Yeah, yeah. good Marvel snacks. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. chocolate mixtape is great. The good cookies the are fine. Um, even like the Captain Marvel burger with I'm the, the Captain Marvel waffle with the Doritos. Um, I think it's try the waffle actually. I need oh, to find I haven't it. tried it. Yeah, Marvel but it's the same right as the other uh, waffles. Yeah, it looks really cool though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, they did good. The it's Avengers funny how like. Yeah. How yeah, Star Wars? And the Avengers, we're sure is actually the Avengers badge. Yeah, like I was expecting a Marvel fries scenario with just like a blank sandwich. <laughs> Marvel fries, <laughs> um, yeah. but no, it's actually themed. Yeah, yeah. So they did good. Uh, something else that is not really a ref. Well, it is a refurb, I guess. Uh, so new turnstiles oh, yeah. coming. So this summer they're going to test a new one at the studios. It's winter. Ca- they're testing it in winter too. Oh, right. Yeah, because they said that what they have to do is they have, because it's an outdoor installation, they in have case, to what, test it freezes? It I think that's the idea, yeah. <laughs> they have to test it in summer and winter to see if it works outdoors in all temperatures. Mm, I guess. So we don't know much about it. We haven't seen it. But uh, rumors are that it's going to have glass doors, kind of like... Do they have that the on the airport? Yeah, it's like, like yeah. you go through security and you tap your boarding <laughs> yeah, pass. Yeah. For your, yeah, when they you go through these, security. Uh, they have them in the Paris metro a lot, the glass door ones in the new stations. Yeah, yeah. Oh, really yeah. Nice. yeah. So possibly glass doors. And also uh, Daniel mentioned some kind of pre-RFID identification, long range, yeah. something, something. So that would hold your pass up against it and like yeah, not up and yeah, down until it opens. You just have to have it in your pocket apparently. And the and... member comes out and gets it right first time, you feel like an oh absolute idiot for like five minutes. Do you remember when they used to have like the little wooden things on top of the test stars and you'd like just dropped it into the wooden in. thing? Yeah. <laughs> I hope they, they still bring something that's Reasonably themed that they're not just like you know metal. Yeah, off like some Paris. Company. Yeah, that would that would feel like, really. Weird. Please make them like you know dark green, like the uh, like the gates or something like that, or with some cool design, yeah. some kind of Mickey on it, like some kind of Mickey design, or because it would feel know. really weird, like this kind of nice Victorian entrance with this like super modern glass <laughs> door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope there's uh, there's some uh, there's something. So guys, there's something going on outside. So we're our studio, quote unquote, is in Leicester Square, and uh, there are some people dressed all in red with like white masks that are just <laughs> parading around. Where are they? They're oh, they're not masks. They're, not masks. No, they're painted people. white faces. Um, anyways, we don't know what it is. Uh, so <laughs> everyone's, everyone's taking photos, so maybe we can post a photo on. Uh, 
I mean, Mickey was having a free set down there right now. Oh, yeah. Don't you love those characters that just walk around London yeah, and New York? Yeah, they are the Oh, yeah, yeah. You see, like, six Mickeys in, in, ti- in Times Square um, with their heads off. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. But anyway, so Turnstiles testing the summer. Um, because we'll see how they are. Actually, like isn't very efficient. You can sometimes queue a longer time to get into the yeah. park. Yeah, there's really some problems to scan yeah. those barcodes. Even the annual passes, you just like slamming against the, the glass. You put it sideways. Like the ones that work best are the magic passes. Yeah, yeah they are great. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are FID, so mm-hmm. these but just, just RFID and the annual passes, and then they, they are. Like, so they are right. Yeah, the, they're the doing passes, that. The passes are nice and thick, so as soon as I think they're ready to roll out RFID, I think they'll just do it. Yeah. Like, I think I think that's really simple for them to do. Yeah. So, progress, one thing at a time. And there's also apparently a new app that's coming. It's not yet ready, but it's going to have... Next month. So, you're not going to get, you're not going to get mobile ordering, but you'll get restaurants waiting time, which... <laughs> Well, which ti- is still you're, if something. You're, if you're in Fantasyland and you'll be like, oh, the wait at Uncle Lee's is five minutes. And by the time we get to <laughs> Uncle Lee's, you'll be like, oh, darn it. Now it's like two hours and a half. Yeah, <laughs> not like people just staring at their phones, yeah. like moving around the park. I mean, so. I guess it's a way to like spread out the crowds at least. It is an effort in the right say, direction. I one, think it's pretty useless. But One thing that I really liked last year was the Lime Bertie re- re- yeah, tow lines. Well. Where you could reserve. But that worked, no? That it worked was, okay. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I, I always managed to order an Uncle Lee's without any weight. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, then you have to want to eat an Uncle Lee's, but yeah. that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how the, the blood red marble burger hasn't reappeared this year. But that was a nice burger. I liked it. Yeah. Spider Man one. The cheesy one. The cheesy one. Oh, yeah, that was fun. That was yeah. Yeah, except except if you really wanted the effect, you had to like order it and then rush to your table to eat it because then <laughs> otherwise the cheese would sort of like cool down and then you just have like a slab of cheese in there. Yeah. Um, but it was good. Uh, so we'll see. The new app is promising. Uh, well, there was the. They're also planning on delivering like so instead of having make. This doesn't make any sense actually when you think about it because we've always been used. They've invested so much in these magic passes, and they're like, oh we'll be able to deliver the code to your room, to your phone. So are they going to redo the doors on the hotels to take codes rather than magic passes? Well, that's right. in, no, because I think you'll unlock it with, with your, your phone. phone. So in Disney World, on the app, you can push a button and it un- you can use RFID on your phone yeah, and it unlocks they, the door. They mentioned that they would deliver a code. Like, not know. By, unless by code, uh, they don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I would just tell you room 10. And just go and tap your phone on the room. I hope it's not like a four-digit code. You have to go and like tap a little keypad. I mean, they don't even. Have no, online. I hope not. <laughs> they don't even have online check-in at the moment. So good luck to them. Yeah, I mean the whole the whole hotel system needs to be completely overhauled. They need they just need like new computer. <laughs> I mean, the worst thing when you go to a hotel is like so. I stay in Disney hotels, yeah, quite a lot, right? And every time I go, I have to fill in like an A4 thing with my life story. I'm just like, oh, come on. But you've already done that online or on the phone when you book or... I've done it on the phone. I've done it in the hotel multiple times. Like, surely they should just be able to look me up on the system and go, oh, we've got all your details. Like the B&B partner hotel, I had to fill it out the first time I stayed there. And then the next time I stayed there, they're just like, yeah, we know who you are. Don't worry. They do it at Hyde Park for me. Last time I checked in, they were like, oh, you've been with us before. Okay, yeah, there you go. We don't even need your passport. They didn't even yeah. scan my passport, nothing. They, they have your file, like, which is pretty standard for hotels. Yeah, except at uh, Disney. Except at Disney, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the systems are still 
very old. If you see like if you see some of the CRO computers, it looks like really like a DOS, yeah. Yeah. It is and DOS. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> bad. On yeah. DOS. So hopefully all this gets updated. <laughs> I mean, I get that it's a huge investment and it probably hasn't been a priority for years given like the Trying financial the trouble, <laughs> you know, like yeah. let's keep the park running and then we'll see about changing the uh, the hotel reservation systems. But now we're in a different era, hopefully. So um, but, like, I feel also, so DOS is obviously a really old system. You've got a whole breed of cast members now who were born in the late 1990s, early 2000s. They've never seen a DOS computer before in their life. Yeah. So like I had to do something that was relatively, I don't want to say complex, but I needed to add somebody onto my room. And to do it, the cast member had to get out a massive A4 ring binder and try and figure out how to do it in DOS. Oh, God. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it sounds like the app, if they're able to check you in inside the app, then it sounds like the system will be updated. So looking so. forward to that and also looking forward to the restaurant reservation system to be updated. They've been testing this online reservation system for a while now and nothing really hasn't come out of it. But, um, but it works. Yeah. It works, absolutely. I checked into a hotel um, last year. I had did my reservation online. And when I checked into the hotel, they were like, oh yeah, here's a, we got your reservation slip for Agrabah Cafe. I booked it online. So yeah. it managed to link it up without me putting in any information at all. All right. So that's promising. So it works. It works. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about what's coming up um, uh, season-wise, events-wise. Uh, some of it has been unveiled, even though we had talked about it on this podcast before. Not Frozen, fair. Lion King. We'll learn more about Lion King. Um, and also we'll talk about um, Earth Day. Jeff and I went to um, a, an event uh, for Earth Day, which was really cool. So we'll talk about yeah, that when we come back in just a minute.
And we're back. And um, so during the break, we're talking about other things. We realized that we forgot quite a few elements um, about so refers. There's quite a few, yeah. Um, so the first one, um, tram tour is being rethemed to cars. So uh, uh, just to summarize, the station is moving somewhere behind Place de Nemi, uh, And the show is going to be themed to cars. It's kind of uh, unclear to what level exactly i don't know yeah. the, i guess uh so catastrophe canyon is so question it's got like a question so it has a truck which looks like what's his name red red but they can't put they can't set fire to red <laughs> like i think it'll just be a truck with eyes that get set fire that's a bit but dark that's for cars <laughs> it's a bit dark right so i'm not exactly sure how that's gonna work i think it's literally going to be they'll, they'll put some car stuff on the screens where like Jeremy Irons and that French lady talk just now and then they'll, sorry I don't know her name that's really bad and, oh, yeah. and, and then they'll have lightning and Mater maybe sitting out of the side and they'll go oh here's some cars people and here's Catastrophe Canyon and that's it I think it's have you quite seen the new by. Lightning McQueen animatronic in Hollywood that's Studios amazing. Yeah, yeah I think it was something like that, like just on the side. Or, uh, you think? Well, I don't know. I think it's just going to be, you know, the one that's sitting outside Lights Motors Action just now. They're going to move, gonna move, it, move yeah. around, it somewhere and go. Here's Lightning like McQueen, everyone. Six month turnaround time, so they're going to close Tram Tour for its annual winter closing. When's it close? January. Oh, I think they'll close it September, maybe. So September, but then it's going to reopen by summer with a whole new station behind Place de Remy in land that's currently not accessible. And well, the station is already walls. being built. There's a, they've already cleared the land. That's what that's what we showed from. Um, parachutes ago, yeah. yeah. So, and I think it's just a shed, I mean. Yeah. And you're going to get some new walls. So that's exciting. <laughs> yeah, we'll get new walls. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. And also, well, something else we're saying is that uh, Tram Tour is now going to be half the size, I guess. Yeah, I think so. I think that London section is going to make way for Marvel Land. Yeah. yeah. I, think I mean, it was pretty random. It's a film, no, film no one's heard of now anyway like yeah and i mean in rain of fire is rain of fire going as well because like i you should see the look on guests faces when you go there but like huh, what it's, <laughs> a, it's a lovely area it's really well themed it's like, it's, it's like the second coolest bit yeah, yeah. yeah. it's on the run it's a really cool thing to run through at run disney yeah because they, they had thor they had thor in front of him last year that was great that was a great set for but thor in terms of actual intention as an attraction yeah it's probably yeah. the best yeah, so that's really weird. Um, and also something else we didn't talk about is the Mark Twain is taking longer than expected. <laughs> yeah. They're going to they're gonna, um, rip, rip it down and just keep the structure. I mean, to be honest, that's really what I thought they were going to do. I mean, having seen the state of Mark Twain, I think it came out at some point, maybe over the winter or something. Yeah. yeah. Having seen the state of it there, yeah, it needs it. I mean, the Molly Brown isn't actually looking too hot at the moment, is it? No. Yeah. She's a bit of paint. Yeah, she needs paint. And she went out for a refurb and she came back the same. Um, I think it was more of like they work on the chimney and on the engine. It's tough, those riverboats. I think maintenance just doesn't have enough people, to be honest, to They're work. They're too busy painting know. the same fence 12 <laughs> times a year. Well, <laughs> you mean the ones in Central Plaza? Yeah. yeah. And the Main Street, like, um, doors, they seem to be Oh, painting. yeah, these get a lot of paint. There must be someone at maintenance who's obsessed with them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it's some, I think it's one of my biggest fears is that they bring all that technology in, in Marvel Land, in Frozen, in Galaxy's Edge, and that... You know, Disneyland Paris is, is might struggle to maintain all this stuff. You know, because wow. it's never been like anything that becomes too technical. I feel like often 
breaks down very quickly, like uh, the new effects in Big Thunder Mountain. And I never watched from the start. I'm, yeah, but I mean, I'm a bit worried also about the new effects in Phantom Manor. They put a bit of technology in there, so think, are they going to uh, be broken after the first month? And yeah, I, I have a feeling that the maintenance budget will just have to go up. It just has to happen. Maybe there's more real yeah. estate, isn't there? So. But it's getting more technical also. The attractions aren't just like, you know, Snow White with her weird waving hands. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's maybe like Elsa animatronics that can like walk. Exactly, exactly. I mean, if we get the same animatronics as Epcot, which are like not the most advanced anymore that Tokyo like I did them, um, but they're still they're still very technical. And when you see Olaf walking in the snow and everything, I mean, the, the attraction at Epcot breaks down all the time. But um, just a bit scared about Paris. But hey. Uh, we're probably going to get the same ride as Hong Kong, but they're not getting the same ride as... Um, I know. Did you read the article World, about the... Uh, so one guy went on this Avengers by Disney tour and got shown concept art for the Hong Kong attraction and said it looks really good. So I'm wondering if, like... I hate... like So our Mountain for Frozen looks about the same height as Expos and Everest. I'm not sure if it will be the same height, but I'm not sure will it be like a, a minecart ride through the Arendelle Mountains, similar to Hong Kong, but on a higher scale? I think it's more... I think, will it be a I think it's going to be more of a Seven Dwarfs mine train type of thing, yeah. where you have like mm-hmm. a family coaster that goes through the, the North Mountain and also goes inside when you like meet the trolls and... Uh, I can't wait for and, like, and, and then you get to Elsa's castle and, and then you just pop out of the mountain or something like that for like quick loop and yeah I think I it'll know. borrow stuff from the Epcot one like in terms of animatronics yeah, right. and stuff but the Epcot one was shoehorned into something that really shouldn't have been built in in the first place yeah. so I think it'll borrow ideas from it like another it would be though. very silly to bring the exact same ride <laughs> I'm sorry they cheap on Frozen because they know that'll be such a big draw so they're going to make it good well they're going to share the R&D cost with Hong Kong aren't they and Tokyo maybe yeah so let's hope there uh, something else that Daniel talked about and then we'll, we'll then we'll finish with all the refurb news uh, the Disney Village project is at 95% so they've gone 5% in one year um, gives me hope so well, yeah, they, I mean, said, I think he said that hopefully next year it'll be a hundred percent. Yeah, well, hopefully before <laughs> next year, yeah. And took a year to do five percent. So yeah, I think so. I think the Disney Village project got actually reset, rebooted, from after um, Daniel Daniel talked about it last year. I think they just weren't happy with it, and I think new external companies are involved now, and uh, they're trying to make it to uh, a more of a retail complex than originally thought. So, we'll see. But uh, yeah, Disney Springs is a retail complex, but it's a really nice retail. Complex. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like Disney Springs was also built with companies who know like how to build an outdoor mall. You can tell from yeah. the from the the layout, from even the info boards. Like it looks like something that's built by Disney and with help of well, we professional know, companies. Like we know not that just... Disney know how to build a mall. Like they built uh, the shopping center in Valdez Pop. That was them. Oh, yeah. So we yeah. know that they can do it. They but with the help it. of, like, other companies, no? Oh, I can't remember. But they sold it. Like, initial, the initial development was them. Yeah. So we know that they can... They have the expertise to do it. Yeah. It's a nice shopping centre as well. I have faith. It's a, it's a retail environment that's going to make them a fortune, so they're going to want to make it good. Yeah, and also, like, guests are going to need something to do outside the parks. Even well, if with two parks now, they're going to be open later. The two parks are going to be open later more often, hopefully. But they still need 
people to be able to do something outside the parks. Some nice dining, you know, all that kind of thing. At the moment, the village, it's, it doesn't really have that nice dining. It, it has kind of cheap, cheap and cheerful dining, I want to say. But like, <laughs> it's cheap. not cheap. It's yeah. not cheap, yeah. Expen- uh. Expensive but quick dining. Like, yeah. it, need, it needs somewhere that's, like, nice. Like, you know what they need? They need something like the boathouse at Disney yeah. Springs yeah. that has, like, some kind of, like, bar on the water, on the lake, yeah. and... Uh, and some nice dishes and a great the theming. The lake and is great. Yeah. yeah. Imagine being able to like dine outside right by the lake. The lake is so underutilized. Um, I wish they had transport on the lake. So when you finish a long park, they used day, to. You yeah. could just get on the boat and go to Newport. They used to. They used to have shuttles. So you could get the boat from Disney Village to Newport and Sequoia. Yeah. Okay. They have. They still have the uh, the boat the landing. Ducks. Yeah. Ducks. Yeah. yeah. We also used to have the little uh, tourist train thing that used to go around. Oh, yeah, that was a little train. As if they have that. (laughs) Yeah, they used to have that thing, yeah. Um, I can't remember when that stopped. Maybe two or three years ago, maybe? And I think... So what we can expect then is the road to the right of World of Disney to become... A, a new street. a new main artery for Disney Village with a building to the right side of that where the RAR entrance is being built. And so this building that would hide this ugly side of the parking lot. Oh, they need to refurbish that. Well, if you look at the facade actually it on the real... Like the studios. Yeah, but on the front, it actually looks good. It's just this yeah. side was never taken care of because there was always this attention to have this other building there, yeah. which obviously never came yet. But now that they're going to build it, hopefully that will hide this but so that'll be the new disney village road and then they'll, they'll be like a big triangle yes yeah, big triangle and then there, there's also rumors about the new hotel another hotel like yeah. the explorer's lodge or whatever well a new hotel or at least a new convention center i think which is going to go on the parking that's across from newport that was in the plans okay. um, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah uh because conventions are you know, a big draw, big, uh, big important part of Disneyland Paris. Yeah, and they hold a lot of them. And yeah. last year, so last year's Inside Years event was in May, and at the same time as hosting the Inside Years one, they were hosting uh, Renault as yeah. well. Okay. So like they do host big conventions. And Orange and uh, my mum's company looked to book in their conference there a few years ago. It's like a, it's a thing. Yeah. I think every time I've stayed in New York or Newport, there's almost always been a convention. Yeah. And they're like, they're really popular. And, you know, they've just built the new uh, convention room at Newport. I can't remember what it's really called. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no. Something sea-based. No. Nanticket? No. Uh, I don't know. It's anyway, really nice, though. Something it's, like that. It's yeah. like super Portland. Open. Portland. Uh, it's yeah. Portland. Yeah. yeah it's but, really open with, like, these nice pillars and, like, really, really nice lighting. It's a nice little space they've built. But I guess yeah. one point of this Disney Village sign might be building places that these people might want to go to more like bars and stuff like that yeah. because yeah. these people aren't going to want to eat in the Rainforest Cafe yeah. like yeah. these people are going to want to go to like a yeah. bit more upscale that they like can put on their expenses like probably. a jazz bar something like that like a jazz bar yeah, yeah. whatever happened to that <laughs> they, they need to use that space because using the space so hurricanes used to be for people who maybe don't know about it you know you when you go to Disney Village you've got that kind of the staircase in the middle that goes up to well nothing used to be hurricanes and nightclub like that's now a cast member canteen like, yeah that needs to be something yeah, although yes. they did have an event in there this week Ooh. for some reason if you look at sort of cast social media <laughs> I, did, I did not see that um so yeah but it's a nice space yeah so let's you know lots to look forward to it's slow uh, you know it's sometimes a bit frustrating but you know things slow, but it's coming 
things are moving. Things are moving. So hopefully, I think for this year we're kind of done with that with news. I feel like everything's kind of in the works, yeah. and we're not gonna get like any more big announcement. I think they will. Twenty twenty is gonna be pretty rough when it comes to you know everything's gonna be on construction and everything. Will have been announced and shown, and we're just kind of waiting now for Marvel Land to pop up. I think they will really dive into Marvel Land at D23. I don't know. I don't know. But I think I think 2020, whilst there might not be a lot in the way of news, I think there's going to be a lot to have a look at. Yeah. We've got a lot coming. And don't forget also we have uh, Hotel New York next year, yeah. which yeah. will reopen. And talking about studios and things that are coming up this year, uh, we got confirmation about... Uh, animation celebration oh, yeah. featuring Frozen, and obviously. The multi-plane camera. And the, oh, the multi-plane the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're saving the multi-plane camera, which. Uh, me all laugh when I see this camera. The two original Disney ones. Yep. The other ones in the Walt Disney Family Museum. Yeah. It's huge. How do we have that? It's yeah. on. It's on loan from the uh, the Walt Disney Archives. Yeah. Just yeah. it back. So, Art of I mean, we've talked about this before, and I mean, we had, we had even seen the concepts, but uh, uh, so it looks great. It, it looks good. It looks good. It will be so room one. This, so there's going to be some sing-alongs, some like, telling, um, storytelling, trading, part, isn't that? Something yeah. Like well, that. the first one is going to be Kristoff's barn, and the second one is going to be Elsa's castle, and then you'll get to meet Olaf, which I think is a cool setup. Yep, I that, that like space it. was underutilized. Yeah, I mean, I'm a bit scared about capacity because those theaters are quite small. Yeah, but it was never an issue before because nobody went to that room animation really. Unless yeah, it was really busy. I so maybe by reservation or something like that. Yeah, they're well, gonna it, have to it like was an figure issue. it out. In the early days of the studios, it was an issue. Uh, you used to always have to wait maybe 45 minutes or so for the uh, art of animation. Because it was one of the only things. Well, there was nothing else to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's true. Yeah, I'm trying to find the concepts. Of. That they showed us last week. Ah, yeah, yeah. I have them in my phone. I think it's quite a good way to get more people to see the Frozen characters in an interactive yeah. way without having to deal with three-hour waits to meet them. I think that's yeah. probably the, the, one of the best compromises. Yeah. And use that space without having to completely demolish it. Yeah. Or, soon you can maybe just uh, get a meal at Oberish and meet Anna and Elsa. So, um, the other thing that we learned... You just throw that in there and then move on really quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. He, does, he does that. The other thing that we learned about... We've been saying it for years. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, are we? Yeah. Okay. I do. I mean, they yeah. had that one meal in New York, right? They did that like 300 euro. It was cancelled. Yeah. I think it cancelled. I, yeah. I remember yeah, the advertising. It. Yeah. it was cancelled because in... They announced it two weeks before. In Disneyland Paris. <laughs> exactly. In Disneyland Paris tradition, they announced it. <laughs> two weeks before it happened and just you know people just didn't know so it didn't sell because like you know anyway they didn't have inside ears to spread the news back then I'm sure if they did now <laughs> it would um, it would sell probably better I called it Infinity Only they sent it to uh, they sent it to fan sites in the old style like yeah yeah because yeah. I still have the email yeah so do I yeah and I have the cancellation <laughs> email too <laughs> yeah so do I <laughs> yeah yeah but I mean the, the, it was very much of like a sort of a Marvel uh, the dinner type of thing right there was not much to it except you would just have dinner and it was a, there was like a pianist yeah but and then you would meet an announcer it was set around the Christmas sort of period like yeah. that I think it was maybe even like was it the week between Christmas and New yeah, Year I can't like remember yeah. so it's like it's in that period where there are a lot of people in the resort you know 
It would have sold. I don't know why they canceled it. Well, it would have sold if they didn't. They announced it really late, I think. Like, it was literally like two weeks before I'm not exaggerating. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The email came like December 15th for December 26th or 7th or something. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty bad. It's not bad. really a surprise. Yeah. Um, anyways. <laughs> Sorry, sidetracked. Yeah, sidetracked. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Lion King and Jungle. I am excited. Me too. I am excited. <laughs> and as uh, our friend uh, Mark Huffman would say, it is time. I think a lot of people are going to eat crow about this festival. A lot of people talked, said this festival, oh, more Lion King, more jungle stuff. I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be really good. I, what I found, so, I mean, I ran a poll on Twitter this week, and I think people, I don't know where they're at. Like, I, I don't know. There's a lot of people who are saying, well, okay, it's a bit of overkill on Lion King, a bit of overkill on Jungle Book. I, but then when you talk to people, they're quite excited about either the Lion King show or the Jungle Book Jive. Like, I don't think they understand what the Jungle Book Jive is going exactly. to be. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Jungle Book Jive is not a Jungle Book parade. The music yeah. is not Jungle Book. The characters, there might be a few Jungle Book, but mostly you'll get Mickey and friends in amazing outfits. You'll get dancers and drums who are not specifically <laughs> Jungle Book theme and a great song we got to hear song. it a catchy song a catchy song so, so if you haven't heard it we're gonna put it on right now and so you can hear it It was great. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so we love the song. We love the song, and we got to see Donald and Daisy in um, in their yeah. cool new outfits. The cute map, the, the backpack. Map, yeah. the fan. Donald with his little map and backpack, and Daisy has a fan. <laughs> She's a diva as usual. And like the floats look amazing. You have these giant animals with drums on the side, and you've yeah. got like these. Kind Are of, they, they mechanical kind of, like, in the end? No, they're not mechanical though. Yeah, so the animals are pushed by my strong dancers or strong <laughs> cast or whatever. And the, the, yeah. the but, floats but the character floats are going to be motorized, I guess. Um, it I look, it looks perfect for summer. Yeah, the colors of the thing look perfect yeah. for a summer season. It just looks. It looks great colorful. for summer or winter festival, and um, <laughs> the. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the, again <laughs> oh man uh, but the, the I was surprised by the character floats because I had seen the animals but I had not seen the character floats so they look really cool um, they look like all types of like various like one looks like a little uh, steamboat, one looks like a little train, one looks like uh, the plane, magic school bus. <laughs> yeah. and one looks like a plane. <laughs> one looks like a, it looks, is, this is one looks like the magic school bus. It's the train one Casey Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, re- um, I really like that. Think, yeah, that um, one looks like a train and it has like birds that seem to be flying around. I don't know if they're going to be like sort of motorized. And they are uh, super colorful. Very yeah. colorful, but all in the same sort of like, 
like pink, orange, blue, right? It seems to be like yeah. just like turquoise. Well, it's a little pop in the sunlight. Yeah, it'll be really nice. It's gonna look really. I, I think I think it's gonna look amazing. Oh, these pastel yeah. colors with the sunshine and they're gonna look brilliant. Well, it's so, gonna look a little bit like so the the pirates and princesses' colors were very much yeah. similar, and they yeah. just they they looked amazing yeah. in the spring. Because in the end, it's Disney, you know, and and you know, I I loved and wish we had more of uh you know the, the goofy's garden party type yeah. of show mm. but i feel like they went for something too almost too classy it, you have to be disney with bright colors to just get people's attention you know yeah. and like the animals like some of them are they're they're very colorful they're more colorful than the early concept that they, we saw they all have drums um, on them as well so they have yeah all the animals have drums on them so i'm assuming it's going to be drummers walking along with them um, and all the cast they've got are from uh, india yeah, they they made a point about that, and they got yeah. some great influences. I'm sure the costumes are going to be beautiful and have um, Indian um, inspirations from them. There's going to be some like Bollywood dancing in this, do you think? Or I don't know. Like I, I don't like, know. I feel like there could be. Like the music's very much open to that. Yeah. Like it yeah. doesn't have to be. But it goes dun 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 dun. Yeah. So is, is, is this going to be similar to Pirates and Princesses where there was a stop on Central yeah, Plaza? Yeah, it sounds like it will okay. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to use the Central Plaza stages, yeah. which, which we I've learned when I met the landscaping people. I I was under the impression that those things were just like placed on thrown on the ground. Did we talk about this in the last podcast? I can't yeah, remember. I think, I think we mentioned. Yeah, it. we mentioned it. But they're actually quite permanent. They had, there's like a concrete base that was built in a hole, and um, so they're they're pretty sturdy and. Um, and solid, so I think they're here to stay for a while. The yeah. stairs are made of wood, which, <laughs> you know, but, but the weather, and we'll see. Well. Plywood, yeah, but we'll see how that goes. They could replace those, I guess. I think I think the drive is going to be that sort of unexpected hit. Yeah, I think yeah. that's going to be the show that I think people are going to gravitate to a lot. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm the day. Yeah. Well, the Lion King show also looks amazing. Yeah, yeah. We, we saw the concept for the stage, which, as we talked about before, is basically an assortment of giant drums. And we heard the music for I Just Can't Wait to Be King. Which is exactly yeah. the same. Which it? was okay. Are we playing that? It was, are we playing it? Where is I Just Can't Wait Should we play it now? We can play it now. Okay, we'll play it now. Let's go. <laughs> I think it's just um, I don't know. I was. It's it's very. Um, do you remember the show? It's basic. 
Yeah, it feels it feels <laughs> no? very similar to there was a show I think it launched in two thousand and five six can't remember Lion King Celebration. I, it feels kind of similar but, but also a little bit different. At the end of the day, how much can you shape the Jungle Book? The Lion King, it's the Lion King. No, but I thought they were going to have something a bit more like a remix, whimsical, and and like something more like you know. I think I think classical. For this show, I think for this show, the unique thing that you're that is going to be quite special is this whole idea of the stage being the drums like that that's yeah. going to be really cool and apparently there's a lot of technical elements that are going to go in there mapping. it's one of the only four theatres in the world that has this audio system that means yeah. you can get the same sound from wherever you're sitting or something like that uh, you know when it comes to audio systems now <laughs> I will wait and see what they do because the Central Plaza audio system was supposed to be this groundbreaking amazing thing and like <laughs> six times a year it breaks and and basically, they can't make it. They can't reboot it, and the music just stops in the middle of the parade. So, but, I don't know. But, <laughs> but the character that, voices continue. They are, yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> From the look at the concept art, it looks like this is going to be a super colorful show. Like I, and, I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Now, is the theater going to be ready? That's a different question. Um, they're rushing. Uh, rehearsals now start in two weeks. Oh yeah, it's only two weeks now. Two weeks to rehearsals, um, and so it's going to be. A tough one. The exterior is not done, but from what I've heard, they're gonna stop working on the exterior when the show starts and finish after the season, uh, just so that they can have the the theater up and running. They can't. They looked into moving the show somewhere else in case it wasn't ready. It's very complicated and I mean, where expensive. Else they put it? Like studio, studio, studio theater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they were there were plans. <laughs> there were backup plans for that, but apparently now it's gonna be okay. They're pouring a lot of time and money into it. Um, yeah, merchandise and food. And they're selling packages that have they're seating for this show as yeah. well. So you yeah. gotta be kinda careful with that. Yeah, and I mean it would kinda break the season if you have to if, if you watch Jungle Drive and then you're like, Oh it's time for the Jungle Book show now. Uh, Jung- uh, Lion King show. I have to go to Studio Theatre. Because we have the we have the matter dance <laughs> the Timon's matter dance. Not really hundred percent sure what that is. I think it's just the the guy they've had there for 27 years but then, then yeah, Timon's yeah. going to come and join yeah, them yeah I think I think that's the idea and then there's this well they have a show director joy. for it yeah it's only that the Guardians though and that was like a copy he's the show director who worked on Pirates and Princesses I like him yeah you know I would say the Akuna Matata they have that little drum it's just like that little drum show they have sometimes they would say the Akuna Matata in the summer yeah, I think it's going to be more I think it's going to be more yeah I think there's more to it there's more yeah. to it is it going to be the uh Hoist the flag, Mateus of this season. No, yeah, I, maybe. Think, I think it's going to be the third show. Yeah, but definitely but for like, younger guests, it yeah. sounds. Yeah, yeah and I think, think it'll still be fun. The thing with that hoist the flag show was it wasn't for us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was exactly. Like the kids exactly. were loving life whenever I was yeah. watching it. Well, um, the thing with hoist the flag that was always really good is that there was enough space for pretty much any kid who actually made it into the audience to take part. Yeah. And, you know, I think that was quite good. You got some certificate stuff at the end. Like, yeah. I, don't yeah. Yeah, I, thought, I thought it was quite good. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the Jambe, 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 I'm just going to call it Jambe Juice. Uh, <laughs> it's Jambe Joy. Jambe Joy Village <laughs> is actually, you know, the frozen village. and yeah, it's, uh, called Creek, yeah. it's been used for <laughs> literally everything. It was a frozen village. It was, what the, else was the it? The Land of Enchantment. The Forest of Enchantment. Meat Santa. Meat Santa. The ranch. Was it a petting zoo back yeah, in the day? Yeah. It was a petting zoo originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're Probably reusing... The Creek Ranch. Cut, yeah, but I, I guess those chalets are still there. And uh, it looks like yeah, the one... On the concept art, it looks like the one that was Oaken's... Yeah. Um, wondering like okay it. yeah <laughs> <laughs> so bit of recycling there but you know that's fine there'll be some visitors I think it'll be fine it'll work with yeah. having the theatre across the street yeah. you'll come out you'll have that village with some merch with some 
Timon's whatever Timon's doing. Some snacks. Snacks. Some, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be nice. And let's talk about the snacks. We got to try the snacks. Well, I got to try some of the snacks because Jeff literally took the entire platter and they went very quickly. And I couldn't finish them all because we, like, <laughs> there was also, no, there was, there was, Nutella. yeah, there was Nutella, but there was also like all the Marvel snacks as well. Uh, yeah. So I took those as well. Well, the Marvel snacks came out after they ran out of Lion King snacks because basically everyone got out of the theater and rushed to get all the Lion King ones. I got to try the paw. the Nutella paw. I tried the paw. Which was a biscuit. It was, yeah, but it's, it it's pretty like much like the, the you know, the shortbread Nutella. Yeah. Um, I also tried a bit of the, uh, the coconut, the coconut paw, yeah, I coconut like chocolate, the coconut paw. So there's like a cake pop type thing, and the yeah. cake on the end is like a paw covered in chocolate, and it's coconut cake. Really nice. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And then uh, there, there were donuts, zebra biscuit, zebra biscuit, and a donut, right? One of them. The zebra biscuit had hidden Mickey's in it. Yeah. No, that was the that was, no, the, that okay. was the donut. Oh, no, on, that I was the donut. I'm sure it was One the moment, please. No, yeah. the zebra donut was just a zebra donut. Oh right, right, right. And yeah. then there was another so, biscuit. And I was like the. So, but that's the. So we look at the photo so this now. This is a zebra or zebra donut, and then yeah. and, and then there was a Dalmatian cake. Maybe? No, it's like it's a, a giraffe. Like is a giraffe it a giraffe? Bit, yeah, it looks like a giraffe. Or like oh, um, yeah. or like um, a cheetah. Oh maybe. Or a cheetah. It looks giraffe. It's Something like that. Color. Anyways, it's animal print. And then um, like the pop cookie is very satisfying, but it's very much like all the Nutella shortbreads when they make. Yeah. But they're successful, so you know, good on them. I like the cake pop a lot. Um, it was really nice. Yeah, and the I mean, oh my god, can we get more cake pops in Paris? It's literally every time I go to DCA, I go to that bakery and get like a giant Mickey chocolate cake pop and just like yeah, inhale it in two minutes. Um, they're, it's so good. You can already see the Instagram post with that cake pop. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what these snacks are for for most people I mean well, the US has realized that like you know it's it has to taste okay but yeah. mostly if it looks amazing it will sell well yeah I think the cassette I think tastes okay cassette, oh, I love the like, oh no it's just really good I like it okay, I it is enough chocolate think, to basically put you at, like yeah, yeah. on the floor for an hour like trying to recover yeah. but but I, I found the I found the cake pop genuinely delicious like I actually enjoyed it a lot right Cool. So in June, but will get... the stuff only be on sale in that little ranch place? No, no. Well, well I think, I think, <laughs> but yeah, maybe. But maybe like the the stands on uh, Central Plaza could sell some stuff because yeah. you'll have the Jungle Book Jive. You know, you could use no, uh, Boardwalk or something. And they make it into other Carrots and Frontierlands as well, I guess. Yeah, yeah. 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 Toy Story Playland. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, buy your cake yeah. pop. I just Everywhere hope they just have them everywhere because they're really good. So yeah. And they look good too. Yeah. And I think yeah. you know, if we've learned anything from Marvel as well, there's going to be more. I think there's not just going to be four snacks. You can do a doll whip. popcorn bucket or something. Yeah. December popcorn bucket yeah, or something. I think they can do something a like that. Yeah. cup or something yeah, as well. Really and we also. Are licensed to print money, like 20 euros for like that plastic. Oh, yeah. Bottle. That Cinderella popcorn <laughs> bucket was like 25 euros. Yeah. And literally, it is not worth it. But I bought, I bought the gauntlet. Yeah, for like Marvel yeah, yeah. and it's been in my cupboard ever since I got home so like yeah. people buy these things they yeah. have no use for them afterwards we saw some yeah. merchandise as well we, we saw so merchandise so we saw um, the they're not plastic they're Broadway so yeah so um, you know the merchandise lady explained to us that you know putting those square designs on a black shirt it is <laughs> it is not ugly too. although I think she kind of admitted that the previous ones were ugly I don't know it was it was like a, you know but they're doing it again for Lion King. She, she thinks that it's Broadway. Has she ever been to Broadway? Though? I don't think she's <laughs> been to Broadway. But I think the big news was 
we're getting a CD. Yeah, it looks like there is a CD, but what is on the CD? We don't know. I think it'll be the music for uh, Rhythm of the Pride Lands. Yeah, it'd be really show, cool yeah. is if there was a bonus track of Jungle the Jungle Book Jive, Jive music. That yeah. would be nice. That'd be nice. Would that be the full song or just two minutes of it, like the Stars on Parade one was? Oh, so. I was so upset. But they were nice with Stars on Parade though that they did this medley of like all the yeah. different versions. I love the Paris Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah, the Ratatouille version. We played it on the podcast before. Um, so, um, other than that, there's a ton of Lion King merchandise. I mean, they got um, Olinsky's yeah, we got the uh, light up ears, we got the. The light up ears look pretty good. Yeah, they yeah. exist in Disney World, apparently. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah. And um, obviously, plush uh, cups, mugs. And the, 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 the just like, festival of the Lion King and the right. jungle, the mugs and the magnets. It's, like, it's a different right. artwork to what you've seen on the on the trailers and things like that. It's really nice. Yeah, very it's very colorful. colorful. They have a magnet and a mug with the Lion King and Jungle Festival. And they have like all sorts of other t-shirts inspired by Lion King, Jungle Book. Um, Including the ones that are currently on sale. Yeah, I mean, some are already on sale, but you know. I'm sure there'll be a lot more pins coming out and stuff as well. There's only one on that poster. The pins? Pins. You P- like P I N. Oh, pins. Yeah. Sorry. There might be pins as well. Pens and pins. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of merchandise coming in summer. They seem, I mean, to be honest, Lion King and Jungle Festival, I think, is their headliner season of the year. They always choose one thing. Exactly. Marvel is very much a returned and improved season. Star Wars. We're not going to talk about. Let's and hope that Jungle Book is the one they get right. And then, first yeah, I think, I think they, they will. They always do with the Disney ones. They never really get them wrong. I think they, I think they have a hit on their hands here. I think it will be, it will be a real hit. And also, let's face it, European guests are obsessed with Lion King and Jungle Book, so I think it's kind of a sure win when it comes to that. The reaction of people seen, online is yeah. like people are all like so excited. Yeah, everything I've seen so far from this festival, I'm like, okay, I'm on board. Like, yeah, fully on board. And even uh, Bob Chipek uh, came for the preview and said that it was world class. But again, you know, I mean, he's he's here to sell that stuff, so he's not going to say otherwise. But um, but he seemed to be happy with it. So yeah, um, I'm very excited. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> and what about you? Abby? And what about you? So are you I'm guys? Are you four months of it? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Is there anything else that we missed? Is there anything else that we missed? Um, we talk about Toy Story Play Days. Oh, yeah. oh that's right. Also coming in the summer, Toy Story Play Days. Ten days. It is Only very much. Weekend. <laughs> it is very much of a happening and a uh, synergy. So we, we were asking for more synergy. Well, here it is, kids. Yeah, it's only one weekend though, because it starts on a Tuesday and ends on a Friday. It's the only weekend I think in June where there isn't an event on as well, because it's like Pride, Hip Hop, Jazz, this oh. weekend in Electroland. Oh god. Yeah, I think it's I, on I the have, only I have yeah. a funny feeling that pretty much everything's going to stay, but without the like branding. The Bo yeah, yeah I mean, Bo Peep is going to stay for the summer, right? I think the food will probably stay as well. Maybe, because what else is going on in studios well, this well, summer? It's, it's easy. If you make nice Toy Story food, it's just easy just to keep it. Are they just trying to push people to come during that week for some strange reason? Well, and then there's nothing still... else happening, because Marvel finishes on the Sunday, the festival of the Lion King and the Jungle begins on the Sunday following its conclusion, yeah. so you've got two weeks where there is nothing happening. And it's yeah. summer holidays in some region. Right, so maybe that's just uh, uh, to like, I think maybe they're just pushing that those 10 days to to make people come those 10 days, but then most of it most of it will probably stay later on. They have a really cool poster, they really invested a lot in there. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I, the poster's cool with like the, the kind of plasticky uh, castle. castle yeah. yeah, yeah. So good idea. And also we're getting more synergy not only with the movie, but with the other parks uh, worldwide. So, Stay tuned you know. for Frozen 2 synergy. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, Frozen <laughs> 2, we're getting this animation celebration, and pretty yeah, much Christmas it. is going to be branding, branded Frozen, so... But this is not, like, this is not new. So before uh, the first Frozen, Frozen came out, what, like, December of 2013 or something like that. They were on it. From November 2013, we had a Frozen float yeah. from Disney Dreams of Christmas featuring Olaf. And, you know, we had yeah. the whole yeah. Christmas season there. They're quite inconsistent because they did the same in Moana. Moana was meeting in the yeah. Disney parks before it even came out in the UK. I'm yeah. pretty sure I think it was out in France at that time. So they have, they have, sometimes they're good, but then like, like animated films are not always as good at. It's the it's ones like, they can do with the face characters that yeah. are the best at. Well, they like they had Wreck It Ralph. We never got any of those characters really at Disney yeah. Paris. So. Although, yeah. although we got Vanellope for a minute. That yeah. was a special event. It was a special event. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mickey Knight. Mickey Knight. It was no, Mickey Ninety Knight. Yeah, yeah, Mickey Ninety Knight. So <laughs> random. Random. What would have been really cool? I mean, I know it was they were Mickey Ninety Knight, so they couldn't really use it as guest stuff. But you could have a sort of Wreck It Ralph pre parade. That would have yeah, been cool. Really cool. Yeah, but hey, they missed that one. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> you know, I, I think it depends on like budgets and their hopes for the movie or their relationship with with the studios or I don't know. But Toy Story Four, it makes sense. They have a they have a land, ish. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's awesome we're getting Bo Peep the same time as everyone else. Yeah. As well, that's and we really got Captain Marvel cool. the same time as everyone else. Maybe, yes. Before everyone else. Well, sort of. That did Women's that workshop Day. thing yeah. before Day. everyone. Oh else. yeah, for Women's Day. But no, for Women's Day they also had something at DCA or something. I think the same day she oh, came yeah, out at yeah, DCA. I think, I think it, that time difference though. Yeah, yeah, the time difference. Okay, fine. <laughs> we were first because fine. of the time difference. <laughs> fine, fine. I guess we'll always be first now, right? Because we're like, we're like nine hours ahead of uh, California. <laughs> it's funny how in uh, because of that when they launched the new scene in Star Tours, they only let Paris play it from like, from like three p.m. From like three p.m. Yeah. So it was the same time. So awkward. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. Actually. Yeah. yeah, but I'm pretty sure that actually ran from the morning. I don't know. Yeah, we it was yeah. Someone just came out right in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> we All right, so we're gonna take another break, and when we come back, we're gonna talk about annual passes. Um, there's, you know, we we have new tickets and coming out, and uh, <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of things going on with annual passes. Uh, we're gonna talk back talk about the the future, the value, and what people think. We had a little poll, so we'll be talking about all of this when we come back.
and a little back. Um, before we talk about APs, we also wanted to talk about a neat little thing that Jeff and I did on Friday last week. Was it a week ago? Yeah, it was last it week. It was a week ago. We're going to invite it to go backstage and learn about um, everything that the resort is doing uh, for the environment. So we met some really cool... Um, had um they're not imagineers they're no, no, no. They, um they work in so there's have a small dedicated team for the environment which work across different departments as well so i think her name was uh, uh was it Mireille? i think Mireille. yeah she's, she's very called, passionate she's dutch yeah oh, and there was another person um nicole yeah I can't remember what it was. <laughs> there were a few other people. Yeah, we so we get, we get a nice presentation, and this is where we were shown before everyone the uh, the oh, bags. So Jeff Jeff brought the bag. bag. Obviously, yeah. you can't see it. It's smaller than I thought Probably it would like be. Right. Well, so this, this is the small one. Right. So remember, no one can see it. Yeah. No, so, but, <laughs> so let's describe it. You can hear it. There you go. <laughs> so it feels like a good like Morrison's bag. It has, yeah. <laughs> it has some unique resort designs. Like yeah, so I like the back mostly. It has yeah. Mickey, uh, so Tower Terror, Eiffel Tower, sort of Space Mountain. It's the US parks. Yeah. yeah. It's I actually designed by the same Yeah, I wonder why so. I really like this one. Parish one? It is kind of like. It's a bit. It's a bit plasticky on the outside, but a bit papery on the inside. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. It's like a bag. If you, if you go to like a supermarket, they have the big fifty pence ones at the sides. Yeah, it's no, that same it, material it, for it's, me. It's a slightly it's like different material, I think. Like, cause they're a little bit thicker. This is, I think, a tiny bit thinner. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it's quite. Yeah, it's quite thin. So we are feeling like the fabric, bags now. This is like what we do. <laughs> I don't know if that's for waterproof or something inside. I don't, yeah, maybe. I don't know. So these bags are going to replace all the plastic bags uh, the bag, starting got, next week. We have on the front, we have a castle with Disneyland Paris logo. And on the back, there's like, it's divided into four. One with <laughs> Elliot Mickey. just took a photo, I guess you haven't heard. <laughs> one, one with Mickey, we've got It's a Small World, Space Mountain. And then one that's just, uh, it's a Tower of Terror and the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I really like it. It's really nice design. Yeah. Three sizes. Yeah. It's three sizes, and only one euro for the small one, and two euros for the medium and large one. I and we would make more. amazing salespeople on the <laughs> shopping network. <laughs> <laughs> Call now to buy your Disneyland Paris bag for only one euro's special offer. It's uh, good though, because I think at Disneyland Paris, give you a bag whenever you buy anything. <laughs> like if you buy a pen, oh, they'll give gosh. you a bag. If you yeah. buy a bottle of water, they always yeah. try and give me a bag. There's only so there's, <laughs> on, there's a few <laughs> questions that arose, and now we're still waiting answers on. Is if you buy something and you want to have it delivered to your hotel, do you have have to buy a bag. That's interesting because they always put it in a bag. Yeah, they always put it right. in a bag. So, is, or are you going to get a free bag if you get it delivered? I'm assuming you have to still pay for a bag. Unless they give it in a paper bag or something like that. Yeah, they could. Like yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they could and the other thing also is the tiny, tiny plastic bags were kind of nice if you like bought a pen or, or, or something small and you wanted to gift it out and you had those cute little bags to put them in. It's kind of, you know. You can, yeah. If you have something bigger, maybe you can put in a small one. It's actually quite they're a quite, nice. They're quite big. But if you're buying they're, just like a pin... They're bigger than the... Even the small one is bigger than the previous small one. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they used to have those really tiny small ones. I think I'll miss those the most, maybe, because when you buy like a keychain or a pin for someone and you can give it to them in a cute little Disneyland yeah. Paris bag, it's kind of a nice thing. Hopefully, maybe they'll come up with like a special gift gift bag that you can like a small gift bag that you can buy as well a little paper bag paper with the castle on or something like, yeah like almost like the donut wrappers oh right? yeah yeah like a really small paper bag yeah to put your pins and like stuff that'd be nice ones. yeah so that'd be nice and um so after we saw the bags we had a really nice 
lunch. Sauce. Can we talk about the lunch? We had oh, the, so the lunch was so international press guys made this awesome lunch bag, and it had literally this amazing salad had uh, smoked salmon and grain. And then we had this, uh, this like rice pudding. Exactly, exactly. So the fruit juice was great too. So it's it's really interesting to see that the Disneyland Paris Kitchen can whip out these like super fresh, amazing. And I was I thought I was going to be hungry, but with the grains and everything, I was actually quite full. Mm. And fresh juices and everything. So they they can do it, but it's not for sale in a resort. I don't know why they just give it to special events or something. They were trying to impress. Um, you know, because it, it was very tasty. Because there were also a lot of um, uh, publications and press uh, focused on environment, so maybe they were, you know. And it was served in this little wood, like bamboo-looking. Yeah, it was. There was box like this little lunch bag and a lunch bag, which I have now been using yeah. as my lunch bag. You can't, you can't thank thank you, Damien, for the lunch bag. Um, and um, yeah, so that was a great lunch, and then we got to see the water treatment plant. And we met this awesome woman um, who's actually scribbled uh, her name down somewhere. Maurice, Maria, Maria, Mauricio, Marisa. Sorry, I'm just getting my. Uh, <laughs> sorry, we're clearly we're bad at names. Uh, and I she showed know. us around the water treatment plant. It was really awesome Maria. to learn. Mari. I think that Maria, maybe. Marilla. 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 And um, and also it was actually great if you've seen in the news lately that Minnie is going to be on Disney Cruise Line, talking about careers for women and empowering women and showing girls, you know, that you can do anything. Well, Marilla uh, runs the water treatment plant at Disneyland Paris. I think everybody we met in the environment team were all female. Yeah. I think. Lots of women at the head of everything environment, but like it's, it was really cool to see her uh, just, you know, uh, explain and be so passionate about her job. And uh, it really shows, and you know, and I think, uh, a lot of uh, cast members and girls who were invited for Women's Day also got to meet her to show that, you, uh, you know, at Disney, Disney is a, a company where it's really easy to change department and move up and down. They're not afraid to give people a chance. So if you're a girl, if you're a woman and you want to have, you know, a job that's maybe not, uh, you know, traditional in the sense of like what society expects, then it's good to see that, you know, so that was really cool to meet her and we get to see all the... There's actually not that much to see in the... I, I thought there wasn't... Okay. Where, where are we going now? The, the water treatment plant. I was okay, I was not yeah. disappointed, but it's actually a lot of, a lot of it is covered up. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it has Do to be covered up. Do you want to see that? No, but I didn't want to see the sewers water, but we did see... come from. <laughs> we, saw, we saw a couple of little stages. So we saw the, the stage where the water is mixed with the sand to sort of break down the chemicals. There's a UV treatment as well. Yeah, and we saw um, the big basin where I think they, was it the basin where they mixed it with chlorine or? Yeah. yeah, We saw that as well, which was quite So they, all this water obviously is not used for um, human consumption, but it is used to fill up the rivers, the lakes, to water the plant, to wash the streets. To uh, to irrigate Gulf Disney. For the Gulf. So all this water comes. It doesn't go to the hotels because of the train tracks. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the water doesn't come or goes to the hotels. Because, yeah, they can't, they don't have the right to build above or under the trade tracks, uh, which are owned by SNCF. It's kind of like restrictions and stuff. 
But it does go with Golf Disney, though, so I don't know. I, <laughs> so, so, yeah, I think we've both come we, to this realization. Yeah, we've both paid attention a lot. <laughs> Maybe a follow-up question for our friends at Environment. How do they get from the golf course? But talking about the golf course, we also went to Village Nature to visit the geothermal energy plants. And that we was... We walk through the whole resort as yeah, well, yeah. which was quite cool. But that was, really, that was my favorite part, the geothermal uh, plant. It was super interesting, even though there was not really much to see. Right, but it was great to learn about it. So we saw. So basically, if you haven't been following, geothermal energy. Sorry, we're just geeking out. I know we're still geeking out, but it was really cool. Geothermal, geothermal energy is great in the sense that it is a closed system. So Disneyland Paris sits on a very hot pouch of water, actually all of the Parisian region, and it's two kilometers under the resorts. And so what they did at Village Nature is build, um, you know, uh, dig two wells. And uh, one is uh, made to uh, pull out the hot water out of it, and then it goes through the plants, and it is used to uh, warm water and heat up Village Nature and uh, produce energy, and also heat up some of Disneyland Paris hotels. Yeah, it heats up. It heats up the. I think it was the two parks and the Disneyland hotel. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and basically, after the water's run its course, obviously it's lost uh, the heat and it's been used. Um, and it, the, you know, the energy has been extracted, the heat energy, and then it is pumped back into um, the water pouch. So it's a closed system, just goes around, um, and that's why it's uh, green energy. And yeah. it's really cool that they're using this as a source of energy. Yeah. It would, so a couple of little stats that I remember. So Village Nature itself is 100% powered by this geothermal plant. And the two parks and uh, the Disneyland Hotel, it's about 40% using it. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Yeah. And something else that we got... Plants. We looked at the plants too. We looked at the... We went with Manon. And had oh, a look yeah. Around yeah. Fantasy we'll, land we went, we looked around Fantasyland and learned about how they, how they choose the plants. It was a bit of a busy afternoon in Fantasyland, so... It was yeah. not the great timing, but it was. It, she's Manuel's awesome. If you've seen her in our documentary on um, uh, on our YouTube channel, I like so her. yeah, she's great. <laughs> she's really, she's really lovely, super passionate, yeah. and like she obviously puts a lot of care and attention into, well, especially Fantasyland, where you've got all the tulips at the moment. She loves tulips. Really nice. <laughs> yeah, I got I got that impression. Like she loves everywhere, tulips. Everywhere was like, there's some tulips over there, some tulips over there. She also really cares about the Central Plaza designs. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, um, you know, she told us that, um, maybe not on that day, but she told us that for Lion King Jungle, uh, she's working on something really exciting, very colorful, very cool, and, um, and new, and so looking forward. Right now, the planters in Central Plaza are pretty plain. They wanted to, after Paris and Princesses, they wanted to go back to, like, a classy, you know, um, like, a bunch of daisies and grass and just make it very uh, simple, put the accent more on the castle. Uh, but this summer is going to go back to something quite exciting for the summer season. And if you like, uh, if you like all the horticulture and things like that, uh, they have a tour. You can go on this tour. Yep, like a longer yeah. version than we went on. Yeah, um, you can go on the tour. Yeah. It's not advertised for some reason. French, though, I think it is. I th Probably. Yeah, yeah, I think. I could go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be good for you to yeah. practice. <laughs> but like, there is there is a way to go and find out all about the plants, and right. which is quite interesting, I think. And, and something else that we were given. Um, Honey. Is uh, honey from Disneyland Paris? So we got a really tiny, tiny sample. Can someone open this? Right, <laughs> we got a really sample because uh, you know the bees. No, because I'm holding the microphone. So there are there are oh, three beehives. The, well, the bees aren't really doing oh, well, so you're we. You're dipping in already. Okay, right. So 
Elliot, open the, the sample, and we're going to sample the honey. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like solid. It's because it's, it's very natural. Honey. So because oh it's a bit, gosh, you've taken a lot. It's a bit Sorry. cold. Yeah, I need some for my toast as well. Just going to take a little bit. Yeah. There you go, David. Okay, I'll just take the rest. Yeah, just eat the whole. It's good, right? I've tried it before on the Mickey waffle. It. Yeah, I mean. It, the thing is, it doesn't taste like your usual Tesco it's honey. Quality, it, tastes, it tastes so natural and yeah, so delicious. Really nice. mm. Mm. It's really good. So they make 3,000 of these a year. I kind of want some more. <laughs> I think it was 3,000? Yeah, 3,000, right? Did they sell them in these little pots? Because yeah. it's a small pot, it's yeah, this size. So it's like, can... uh, if you go to a hotel and you get like a little jam jar, yeah. it's kind of mm. similar to that size. It was a little bit of a jam jar, but that's what they gave us. But they yeah. were bigger ones, no? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the sizing, but you can buy a pot of this in Boardwalk Candy for four euros. Okay. When they have them, because the production's kind of small. Three thousand. What is the name yeah. of this little bee that's on there? Oh. Do we know? Oh, yeah, it's from one of the shorts. You where's, know, it's where's the bee? Richie when you need him? I know. It's to be. Do you know the bee? No, I don't know. Yeah. There's a cute little bee. You know, that's always. Um, yeah. yeah. But if if you're staying uh, <laughs> if you're staying down at the Davy Crockett Ranch, you can actually go see the beehives. Yeah. So if, you, if you're staying there, as well. they do. I can tell you where they are actually. So if you're in the main village, you have the sort I'll of. I'll just keep eating on it. <laughs> you have the reception. Spike the bee. I was spiked the bee. Spike the bee. Wacky, please don't blame me if that's wrong. <laughs> uh, so if you if you're down by the pool in Davy Crockett, just keep walking down past like the big mound, and you can walk straight down to see the beehives. Mm. And you can walk straight past them, and all of them. There's a lot of them, and you can just have a little so look. Mm. Keep, talk, keep talking, Jeff. I'm eating honey. <laughs> so much so, for your toast. Yeah, and that's also, okay. <laughs> it's more ish. Yeah. Oh, we didn't get to go see, but anyway, anyone mm. can go see it down at the Hotel Cheyenne. There's a little vegetable garden where they grow we all the fish. Last, we like, did. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> you know, you can. Um, <laughs> You can see where they grow the vegetables for the bistro chez Remy, yeah. the potager de Remy. Potager, yeah. <laughs> so, lots of things done behind the scenes at Disneyland Paris for the environment. Uh, the paper straws are supposed to arrive this week. I was told by... From this week? Well, you know, our, our Spanish friends um, told me that uh, they now have them at Hakuna Matata. The paper straws are coming. Yesterday they weren't there yet. They're finishing... They're finishing whatever is in their dispensers. Yeah, it's, it's much worse for the environment to make paper stra uh, plastic straws and then to chuck them all out without being yeah. used. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but I think today they, they arrived. So, paper straws, you know, love them or hate them. Uh, David, you actually used one with your Jack and Coke, not to call you out on it's having. Just, did you have two Jack and Coke? No, that was a beer and that's just a Coke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, I thought it was Jack and Coke. We used them as well. <laughs> She's a Scottish person. I'm have an alcohol. Cool. <laughs> it's okay. It's five pm. We've used them. Yeah, we. They were fine. Someone who was on a tour did a full review of them and saying <laughs> that they were sticking to his lips or something. It does. It does kind of give. If you're having a very plain beverage, it does kind of give it a taste. Like water. <laughs> it does. Yeah, but I. Th I think they were fine. They were much better than some of the ones you'll get in the UK. So, for yeah. example, uh, if you've ever been to TGI Fridays, those things just disintegrate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but these ones don't. They're okay. Fine they with stayed your up. Victoria Shake. Are they coming back? Oh, the shakes are coming back. Yeah, yeah. Soon, no, right? May, 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 May. May. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends also how long you let it like float in your drink. If you if you leave it in there for like forty five minutes, it might start to become mushy. But if you drink it quite no a normal pace, it should be okay. And hundred percent biodegradable. Yeah. The bags are eighty percent biodegradable no 80% recycled plastic oh right 80% recycled plastic okay <laughs> I guess the intention is whereas you probably maybe get five plastic bags in one trip you may just buy one and use it the whole trip now. So yeah that's the idea the big, yeah. big, 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 big ones are seriously big yeah, yeah. yeah. 
we have, saw we saw the medium and the small one, and the small the medium one was quite big. Like it's probably the size. It's kind of the size of your supermarket shopping bag. You can yeah. take it to Waitrose or whatever when you get home yeah, and look cool exactly. doing your... Yeah, that's what a lot of people have been saying on Twitter. They're like, I want to buy a few of them in every size to go do my shopping with it. That's a good idea. <laughs> so you can just like show off and say that you've been to Disneyland Paris in the... I'll go with my Disneyland Paris one, my Walt Disney World one. Exactly. I have to go to my bean places. Yeah. <laughs> so Earth Day, I think, is Monday, isn't it? Yeah, it's Monday. Yeah. Apple Store is Is that when you're going to release your article, Jeff? I am. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe halfway through it at the moment. <laughs> okay. Well, today's Friday, so you have two days. <laughs> but maybe by the time this podcast comes out, probably on Sunday, um, your article will come the next day. So read read Jeff's article tomorrow on Earth Day. <laughs> Are they still doing the pre-show before eliminations? Until the end of the month, yeah. Okay. yeah. That, that was really cool. Yeah, it was really yeah it's really a nice pre-show. It's oh. just the first year I haven't seen it. And I'm upset. And some, some people even say, like, I'd rather just watch more of this than elimination, but I that's know. another debate. They it's actually beautiful. make a brand new one every year. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's different because this year. Last year, year, last year was just about the blue film, yeah. yeah. This year is kind of more of a showcase of Disney nature in general. Yeah. With our favourite, uh, narrated by the legendary Joanna Privet. Privet? Joanna. And Joanna, yeah. Don't uh, forget Joanna. I like her. Yeah. So, our ambassadors are doing an amazing job. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. They were just everywhere. They're like celebrities at that Pirate and Princesses night. Yeah. 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 So, so any event that they turn up at, like, they are just mobbed. <laughs> yeah. And Armageddon, it was, there was a long queue to meet them. <laughs> there was the yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was the only thing to do, to be honest. Go on the ride and I'm like, yeah. Yeah. maybe I'll just maybe I'll be an ambassador. No, but it's great, you know, and, and I, every time I see them out, uh, they're so lovely and they, they take so much time with everyone who wants to talk to them, answering questions and sometimes they stay there for like 15 minutes with one guest just chatting and everything. So it's great because we don't see, we don't see Natasha as much as Catherine in the parks mm-hmm. and when I say as much, we don't see her ever so it's nice to have them out um, sort of like park once. you've seen her I haven't seen I her haven't. No, 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 I haven't no. Natasha's very much of like a yeah but that was before she was president oh yeah yeah Oh yeah, because uh, she became president November, early December. December, maybe. yeah, December. December the eighth or something. Yeah, but I realize that she's very busy, but she's definitely not taking a lot of time to be in the parks. So, but love her, uh, met her. Uh, she was super, super lovely. Um, but yeah, she's she's uh, she's really busy, I guess. All right, so I think maybe we should take another break before we talk about <laughs> APs because that's been quite a long time. So we're gonna take another break and uh, another sip of uh, not Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, nice. and, well, and that ice, yeah, ice. The ice <laughs> yeah. well, we're going to take another sip of melted ice and, <laughs> and we'll be back
So we, we nearly died during the break. Not really. <laughs> a piece of the ceiling fell on us. Okay. Well, oh, being a bit dramatic. Well, it's it's a, a bit little, of concrete. It's like a little tiny... I felt it. <laughs> did it fall on you? No, it fell next to us. Yeah, it fell on the seat. Don't like, be, don't be over so we're in this glass box over <laughs> Leicester Square, and I, we're not sure. It looks like part of like the joint between the stones, or is that between the glass? No, no, no I think it's that piece of marble, like the joint oh. between the marbles. Oh. Like. oh, yeah. Anyways, everyone's okay. Uh, <laughs> Just, I was traumatized. <laughs> oh, please, it's tiny. <laughs> um, so, annual passes, let's do it. Uh, new tickets came out this week randomly, right? So, uh, so we didn't have any communication. Communication, but yeah. wait, uh, but tickets, attraction tickets or whatever had a whole page on it. So, obviously, there was some communication somewhere. Which <laughs> is not too inside ears. Which is weird considering we had an event last week. And nothing was said about that. <laughs> anyway, so the tickets are for two, three, or four days, and they're quite. So I would describe them as full price ticket level. Yeah, they're more yeah. expensive. Um, yeah, they are more expensive. They're slightly more expensive than a full price ticket that you would buy at the gate, but not that much more. But if you play it right, and you make it up on, so there are discounts attached to it. For instance, if you play the ticket right, it can end up potentially being cheaper than buying a ticket right because you get a three family attraction fast pass for one day and you get for on a different day you get a illumination vip access and then you get 20 percent off uh, oh yeah 20 percent off in shops in the shops 60 euros. right so spend 60 euros you get 20 percent off so that's good because it's like 15 euros off is that right math i'm really bad at math <laughs> anyways um and 15 that's no, that's less than that. Anyway, no, it's fifteen in uh, buffet and fifteen percent in buffet and table restaurants, which is an interesting move because they don't want people to go to quick service. They want you to go and obviously spend at a higher level, mm. um, which makes sense because that's the general. Um, it's where they have capacity that's not being used. Right, well, but I mean that's the general because it is quite difficult to get into places like Plaza Gardens. Yeah, but yeah. they want to go to Waltz and Oberge. But you're going to be spending like at least 35 euros yeah. Yeah. before discount. So the thing is, so it's not actually that much more expensive because I'm on attraction tickets direct now. And if you're going like tomorrow to use this two-day ticket, it's £176 for an adult for two days. But the regular two-day two-part ticket on attraction ticket is £142 for two days. Yeah, so you can make so up it's not that. So for like fifteen pound yeah. more per day, you get some fast passes. You get a discount. If you're gonna, if you're gonna just make one purchase, really, that pays for itself. Um, so what, what fast pass? Which fast pass do you get? So you get a three, it's a family, a three family attraction, family? family attraction. So it's like Ratatouille, okay. Buzz, um, <laughs> not coaster. Quite good. We got to try one. The yeah. The, yeah. The, the so. Fast pass <laughs> So we've tried we've tried one of those like fast pass paid fast pass. I'm and still so calling it fast pass. They get, yeah, so if you don't get the if you get the unlimited one, it's easy because you just show it and you show your wristband and you get in. But if you get the ones that you get to do one time each of the fast pass attractions, they give you a bingo card, <laughs> which basically you have to get stamped or like a what is it called like a, it's hole punched, hole punched, or they scribble pen on it, right? Or they stamp it, or as it happened for me at Star Tours, they'll just be like. Just go in. Um, so, so for that family one, you do get Ratatouille, Peter Pan, and Buzz Lightyear once per per attraction. Right. But and if you're there when Buzz Lightyear's not under refurbishment, they switch Buzz Lightyear for starters. 
I mean, those are actually in-demand attractions for families that can rack up long yeah. wait times. Yeah, yeah especially like Peter Pan. I mean, plus it's like an hour in a popular weekend at DLP. Yeah, as well. Yeah, and Peter, it can be like an hour and a half. Yeah, so those are valuable fast passes. They're not. They're not like the three rides, but I guess they make the research and figured out that those tickets were more. I feel. I feel like it'd be nice if you could choose between the yeah. attraction one, the family one, and the thrill ride the ones. Thrill. Like why? Thrill ride ones are more expensive. Is it? No, they're the same price on here. So you the three, the thrill ones the same price, but you get hyperspace, rock and roll, and, tw- and terror, terror. I think. I think so. the gamble they're taking is that you're likely to go as a family, yeah. and like things like Peter Pan does run out of fast pass very quick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and so let's talk about the reasons for these. A person, I mean, obviously, we don't, we never know really what the reasoning is behind those I guys. Think we can guess, but uh, so you know, recently the annual passes um, went up in price, and a lot of guests, even guests from the US, a lot of guests from the UK, and even people who live far away in France, have realized many, many moons ago that it is cheaper to buy an annual pass if you're gonna go more days, than like five so. days in the entire year. You should probably buy. A, t- a type of annual pass, whichever works for you. And I think Disneyland Paris is trying to cut down on that because, I mean, it's not the goal of the product. The annual passes are here for people who go very often, who live nearby, who live in Paris. Uh, it's not really a pass that they want people to use to just go for like two or three weekends per year. So with this ticket, they give you basically the same advantage as annual pass plus some extra fast passes. They make hoping it more attractive for the ones who are going. Well, that's the thing, and hoping that people will buy those tickets instead of thinking, "Well, let's just get an annual pass for all the times we'll come to Disney." Because obviously, if people then get this annual pass, they'll be coming back more often, maybe mm-hmm. when they get a chance, and that's gonna just you know d- no dilute the whole yeah and loading capacity. Exactly. So, I think it's a good idea. I think it's good for families because you if you're if you're going in the summer and you're like oh the lines might be really long like well we get you three fast passes so we're all going to go on Peter Pan Buzz Lightyear and Ratatouille yeah. without in waiting. In the summer, of course, the Illuminations VIP space yeah. is quite valuable because you know people are waiting what two hours for this. Yeah. Like yeah, some people really line up early. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean you know I rock up like thirty seconds before. <laughs> Slide um, into a gap. I'm on Big Thunder, I'm on Big Thunder Mountain. If you haven't done Big Thunder Mountain during animation, it's really fun because you really get to see the fireworks and uh, it's a great. You have to watch the rest of it. So it's really, yeah, it's sorry, really like, fun. Passion. And then you get to exit before the sh- like as the show is almost over, so you don't have. And if you're super lucky, they'll let you do it twice. Yeah, yeah, you can just <laughs> run around and just come back in. Yeah, yeah. Um, so annual passes. We had a little poll. Uh, I get the results? Yeah, get the results. Let's get the results. Uh, so we ask you guys, um, how much would you pay for your annual pass? For- I was pretty shocked by these results. <laughs> okay. I'm not that shocked. I wasn't I shocked, was, but I was, I was shocked. Little, uh, so, and would you pay less? And would you pay, like, yeah, I'll uh, pay less. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I didn't say, pay less was not an option. <laughs> um, so we ask, we ask you guys, uh, how much would you pay for your AP? We, we're just going for like the oh full God. 365 days AP. <laughs> Um, so the first question was once Marvel Land is open. So 75% of you said that you would not pay any more money for your AP um, just because Marvel Land is open. So I think it's an interesting one. because Newsflash, Mar- you will. <laughs> it's, you uh, will. That's why the second way. option was 600 and more because I just went with the assumption that by 2021, the higher tier AP will be 600 euros. I think it'll be like I think so, five, yeah. 500, 550. Yeah, I 
Been going up what twenty five a year, fifty a year, some of them. Uh, well, sorry, so the Infinity went up was three nine nine two years average. ago, and now it's four right. So I think potentially it'll be what at least five hundred. So I did see an interesting comment, which I did I did tend to agree with. It, it was that Marvel Land isn't something new; it's just fixing what was already no, there. I disagree with. That. Well, well, no, it's not an expansion. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is because the experiences are going to be. I think uh, yeah. a lot more in debt. Let's just say that it's not like, you know, when they replaced Buzz Lightyear in Hong Kong by Ant-Man. No. <laughs> it is better, but it is not like a groundbreaking attraction. I feel like here we destroying Armageddon, getting an entirely new it's attraction what here. They, it's doing what they needed to do. Right, but I mean, it's like Spider-Man will be an entirely new attraction. Yeah. And... And I mean, Rock and Roller Coaster, they're, they're removing so much. They're keeping the track, sure. So the ride experience will be the same. But the, the vehicles, are, fun, it's really good. vehicles are going to be different. Uh, the track is being replaced, even though it's the same shape, because you can't just change a coaster track like this. You need to basically rip off the very deep concrete bases that are on the ground, from what I learned. And it's going to be... Things you learn when you're a fan. <laughs> you can't just change the track. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be streetmosphere, we think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the lab Ant-Man restaurant is going to be cool. Anyway. So I, I disagree that it's not going to be value added. I think it's going to be a lot of value added. But, but granted, I guess that 75% of you wouldn't want to pay that much more. Yeah. Uh, but also, yeah. how much how much would, would pay up to 750 Like, nine, is that... Um, what, wait, is that the second one? Yeah, so 19% of you would pay from 600 to 750 which is, I think, pretty good. I would pay 750 Yeah, so it's a lot. I mean, to be honest, there's only four choices in, this, in the chart, so I had to, like, cut it in pieces, right? It on, if we're basing it on just when Marble Land is open, no, then yeah. no. 750 is a lot, yeah. Once the whole thing's done, yes. Yeah, okay, well... When, so the we'll question two... Yeah, so... <laughs> this is what shocked me even more. So question two... When the entire, I think this is these are pretty good results. I, I mean, think the, it does shift. So yeah. when the entire Walt Disney Studios expansion and maybe other things, you know, there's rumors about Disneyland Park also getting a new attraction. Um, well, still fifty eight percent of you would say that you wouldn't not pay more. You are being unreasonable. All fifty eight percent of you. <laughs> but are some of these people potentially just wouldn't buy Infinity passes anymore, and they would buy a lower annual pass? They might exactly. still buy an annual or pass. that new ticket type. Yeah, or depending buy, or on how many a year. how many times yeah, they come. I, yeah. I mean, I think there's gonna be people who will not want to upgrade to a higher level of pass. Like, I think Infinity for some people will. It'll become unreasonable for some people, yeah. but like that—that's okay. Like you can downgrade to a Magic Plus, or you know, there will always be an annual pass that suits your budget. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and I think the policy of Disneyland Paris is to try to reduce the number of annual passes. I think they want to remove a third of annual passes over the next few years, and that's quite a big task. So the price is going to keep going up because they want to switch people to different types of tickets. And this new tickets, I think, is the first one of a test. Probably a test of a number of new tickets that are going to come in that will have some fast pass included and other benefits to try to shift people away from annual passes and also to provide a different option for people who are priced out of those annual yeah. passes because they probably realize that it does price out of people. Annual passes are not cheap. We never said that they were cheap. You know, we said that a lot of people say that, and I think that too, that they're too cheap compared to the product that you're getting and too cheap compared to the other parks. Yeah. But of course, on a grand scheme of thing, it is a huge investment for some people, for a lot of people, and so it's something that is gonna hurt some people. They're gonna be priced out. 
But or, if you have or other just, options, or, or just reduce how often you go, I think that's going to be part of it yeah. as well. Yeah. I think so. I think because they were so cheap, a lot of us have become accustomed to going much more frequently well, than we otherwise would. Times. But yeah, I mean, yeah. we're probably in the extremes of that. But I think there's probably families who go two or three times a year. Yeah who, if these didn't exist, maybe would have went once a year. And I think Disneyland have to take a bit of accountability for the fact that they priced these so cheap that people have got used to that at this point. And there's going to be a lot of backlash to now changing it. And I think that's a very good point. And by doing this, and it was the big policy of Philip Gass, his policy was let's just basically give away the entrance and people will spend in park. And that was a failure because guess what? Annual passes, and you know, we're, we're all guilty of it. When you go often, you're not going to eat at a table restaurant every night, you're not gonna buy a shit, a shit ton, can I say that? Yeah. yeah. You're, not, you're not gonna buy a beep ton, a beep ton. A beep ton of merch, and you you might not spend, you're not gonna get Buffalo Bill Wild West show every time, you're not gonna maybe go to a Disney hotel every time. So I think that that approach has not worked yeah. at all, and now we're getting an approach that's closer to Disneyland in California, which is to actually put value back into the entrance because that is the product and i think people are so used to having cheap annual passes that they forget that what you're buying with annual pass is entrance it's the park it's the experience yeah, yeah, yeah. it's walking down main you, street it's doing what, attractions what we have now is it, even as two years ago we have so much more seasonal entertainment and all of these big grand shows on central plaza that we never used to have yeah so it, you are getting more for your money and i yeah. think you also need to sort of take this are you the person that gets annoyed when something doesn't work on Pirates of the Caribbean? Okay, if you are that person, then you need to realize that fixing that isn't without a cost to Disney. Like, yeah. they have to pay to fix that. And where's the money coming from? Well, it's, it has to come from your entrance. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, it's not coming from food and beverage. It's not coming from the hotels. It's coming from your cost of entrance. And it's, it's something that I think it's a misconception that we're talking about that with one of our friends who works in California is uh, said that, you know... Um, Food and merch is not actually uh, something that Disney really makes a lot of profit on. Uh, it is expensive. Merch is expensive. Food is expensive. But it makes a profit, but not a profit to run. Yeah, but I, yeah. So like and this. actually, ticket ticket sales and entrance uh, sales, uh, at least in California, are the number one um, source of profit for the parks. And number two, I think, is hotels. And then comes food and beverage and and all sorts of other things. Um, and I think for Disneyland Paris, also real estate is a big one, but that's sort of but this, outside but this of the. Is where, this is where the whole like in the early days of Disneyland, the A B C D E tickets came from. The, the, the whole idea was is that you fund the attractions through people paying to use the attractions. And okay, now we have a unique single ticket price, but you still need to have the attractions funded. Like you, they're not free. Yeah. yeah, and it's true that a lot of um, you know, and we're I think we're all guilty of it. That we think that you know we have on your pass and like basically accessing the park is just it's free right, yeah. it's included it's a right it's included and and what Disney is trying to do I think is to put value back into this and 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 it's it's a hard process and a lot of people get upset about it and I think that's totally understandable because we are so used to I mean how much were the annual passes in the 90s like or, or early 2000 they were like uh, nearly 100 I think the max from 100 there was like some ridiculous prices you would just basically <laughs> get access for nothing I remember, you know? I remember uh, when I was first looking into annual passes the dream was I think 150 euros that was a, during the 15th anniversary yeah so like that. I mean that's crazy cheap like, that's even, insane like, even to like when they, before they brought the infinity and everything out I think I paid like 220 euros for my dream pass yeah, yeah something. it was so, like it was, it was so cheap so during the 20th anniversary, the Dream Pass was 199. That's insane. It's just so cheap. 
for 365 days of access. That's it's pretty insane. The, it wasn't even about the access, it's about the discounts you got on it as well. And the perks were just like, other Disney parks must be like, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. You're giving people extra magic hours, giving them 20% off on this, you're giving them money off on that. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. So I think that's also something that we can expect Disney to do is, you know, we're, uh, uh, so Magic Plus already lost back, back storage. There was a fun, just going back to the old dreams. So during the 20th anniversary, they removed this benefit. But uh, you used to be able to get Buffalo Bills Wild West show on your birthday for free. Oh <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Wow. Okay. You just get that fruit drink. You get that fruit drink when you go for dinner now, wherever you go. Yeah, so I think I think also benefits are going to be removed. More benefits are going to be removed from the Magic Plus, for example. I think... Uh, Black extra, are going to go up. For extra Magic Time, I think, are going to be... Because, I don't know, You we, we've all done Extra Magic Time. They're busy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I think you, you have to kind of restore a bit of... Magic Plus is a very cheap pass for what it is. Like, it is extremely cheap for, I think... What is it 350 days of yeah, access something yeah. like that you just don't get Halloween week and Christmas right. week yeah. and then you stay on site for those days and you basically have a 365 pass right. yeah so it doesn't really justify I think it's what 250 euro on, just by 200 euros now, yeah like, and then you have the sort of the difference between Magic Plus and Infinity I think what 150 euros something uh, like that I think yeah. so yeah like the difference in price does not match up at all to yeah the difference in experience I think what you'll find is the, they'll strip away stuff on the Magic Plus yeah. and then the, the price difference between Magic Plus and Infinity is going to get wider over time I think they need to so remove days from the Magic Plus yeah. yeah yeah I think it needs to go down to 300 days is that not with the I, I think that's what Magic it, Flex is yeah, just so now is 300 Magic yeah. Flex. oh I just think, get rid of it completely I think maybe you just have two annual passes because that the, the, I don't know anyone has a Discovery Pass well, Discovery Pass is very good if you live if you live close by, and you have days where okay they physically need people in the park to even think about running a profit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think oh, that's like that's what is the Discovery one only the weekdays part. It's weekdays and then like the whole of the summer break and things yeah. like that are blacked out. Like some weekends in like January and February, but like yeah. really off peak, they might let people in yeah. on the weekend and stuff. But yeah, it's like it's like the please bring people to the park pass. Yeah, yeah which is fine. I think that's something that they probably just keep because you really, I mean, it appeals to a very limited subset and as well you have to buy it you can't go for a few days after you bought it yeah so you yeah, day two and it, because it's cheaper than buying a three-day ticket so they block out day two and day three and is that that one doesn't have parking right you have to pay for parking on top yeah. of it uh, so yeah, if, you, if you buy parking it's not even that much cheaper than the magic flex anyway yeah so why would you even buy it but okay <laughs> i think I've, I've heard some people that buy it because it's cheaper than a four-day ticket <laughs> And they stay yeah. on site. Yeah, because there is, a, there uh, is yeah. a trick for discovery. So, you order it okay, you can't actually do this anymore. Uh, well, I think you can order it online, but you. It was I the think old they've, they've taken away. Yeah. I think direct ordering delivery. via post. Yeah. So you used to be able to sort of order these annual passes and then go like, well, you know what? I'll like order it in advance, like three or four weeks before I go, and then I'll get it delivered. Well, day two and day three are day two and three after the pass has been created. Yeah. So you could just get it shipped to your house and then you get around the whole day two, day three thing. Yeah, it's totally different. So yeah, that's, that was the old and hack. Almost. Yeah. So yeah, annual pass. And I think, uh, so they usually uh, change the prices once a year, but I mean, November is also a... Uh, ticket season. A ticket yeah. change season. So we'll see what happens this November if, if like at least... Uh, I would be surprised. Yeah. If anything changes, I would be shocked. I would not be surprised. 
I, I would be shocked just because I think I, this this particular sort of annual pass change round has actually been quite significant. Like it's been the yeah. first one where they've altered Infinity, even just in price. Okay, sure. They altered Magic Plus. Not in. Did they alter the price yeah. of Magic Plus? Okay, they altered it was like, the price. Oh, like a ten euro increase. Okay. It was like thirty, I think, or thirty. And then they took away some discounts. Uh, not mm. discount. Well, yeah, you can call them discounts. Sure. I think I would be quite surprised if. I mean, maybe they might remove a pass from sale or something like that, but I don't think they'll adjust the passes because, I mean, then you've got somebody who maybe ordered in May, March, let's say March, they would go through two price increases during the AP season. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they would try and avoid that. Maybe I don't think, at the moment, there's the offerings not vastly changed. But yeah, isn't it better works. to sort of like rip out the band-aid and just like get it off, get it over with and just have people you scream and then that way it's done? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of like their policy anyway. They like change the price and everyone screams for three days and then eventually everyone just goes back and renews their AP and, and you just, here's an extra 50 euros for you and then, you know, people just forget about it, right? Well, I think if you increased infinity by, let's say, another 50, I think you would have a situation where essentially the past has gone up 100 euros in between someone buying and someone renewing that's a yeah. lot of money uh, yeah. like yeah. I, know, i know that it's kind of their policy to try and you know reduce the number of passes mm. but i mean you can do it but in a very sort of gradual way i think that way also you don't you don't annoy annual pass holders as much like you just you sort of drip feed people out Yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely. They're they're gonna go like 50 euros at a time until they're done with Frozen Land yeah. Yeah, and Star Wars. I guess it's like, what is their ultimate aim? They'll, they'll, have, they'll have a number in mind for 2025 probably already. Yeah. They want these EPs to be a particular price. I think it's 800, personally. I think the top... For the Infinity the, ones. Yeah, for the yeah, top well, pass, it's I gonna be like 800 euros when, by the time Galaxy's Edge open. Yeah, but I mean, then it will really make you think, like, how many... How many times are you coming per year? Yeah. And what are you doing? And because, you know, if you can buy, if you, let's say you're going, let's say currently you're going for three days, three times a year, you're going for nine days. Mm -hmm. So right now the best for you is probably to just buy either Magic Plus or yeah, an Infinity, Infinity yeah, because you're, you'll make your money with a discount and it'll be cheaper than buying tickets. But with these new tickets that just came out, if you get, You know, if the, if the Infinity is going to be like 800 euros and you can get a three-day ticket for about 270 euros with more benefits and a fast pass, yeah. then in the end, you're really kind of like going close to the same price yeah. and you're getting a discount and you're getting some fast pass in. Yeah. It um, might make more so, sense for you to buy tickets every time you go. Yeah. So I just ran a little sum. Just ran the numbers. <laughs> so I took your figure of 800 divided by, say, 30 days. Mm-hmm. You're looking at 26 euros a day, which I think is reasonable. At the moment, it's like a euro a day. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I mean, you know, 26 euros a day, you still have to go 30 days. Do you go 30 days? I mean, we do because we're fans. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> does, does everyone on an AP go 30 days a year? Does no, he really? No. So it I mean, might... I don't know. I don't hit 30 days a year at this point, no. but the infinity is still worth it. Well, I'm about me. to sign half my family up for annual passes, and they won't, they'll be coming a lot, but they won't be coming that, like, 30 days a year, but they'll still make their money back. Right, because it's like, but soon they won't. Yeah, and then you'll have to look at other ticket options. I think that's why those tickets came out because people are going to start not buying MPs because they're going to calculate. They're going to do what you just did, Jeff, and calculate how much it is per day, and then you know. I've already run these sums. So I run like 
every time I sort of come towards the end of an annual pass year, not because I'm evaluating what pass to get, I'm just generally curious on how much I'm spending per day also, in the park. Yeah. Not to be cynical, but um, it actually makes DLP look better as well because each annual pass is only one visitor per year. But if you've got these people coming multiple times on tickets, then that adds to their visitor count. So uh, oh yeah, you also get better better numbers. Yeah. 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 all of us we just count as one visit yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, basically and I mean and it's true like you know but people are going to start calculating how much what you just did how much it really costs per day yeah. and you know uh, depending on how many days you go it's going to get closer and closer to the price of a day ticket so even for us like it's going to be you know and it's going to put value back into going to the parks and you'll really appreciate maybe more being in the park um, and I think if, if, I, if I had say 100 euros I won't buy one yeah, just because I wouldn't go enough. I think I go as often as I do, be- partly because the passes are so cheap. Yeah, I think that's I, it drives it. I'm like, well, it's only four hundred. I mean, it's still a lot of money, but I think part that's the reason why I go so often. And I think when it hits like eight hundred euros, I would probably be like, nah, maybe I'll just go once a year, and that's maybe what they want. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I think what they want is also people to go less yeah. and spend more because you, you really, in the end, you just, yeah. I know it sucks because no one likes to get priced out. And I understand that people are upset about that. And I'm not saying it's okay, but, you know, of course, Disney, Walt Disney Company is a, is a company. Um, and, but in the end, if they have less people who spend more, yeah. you also get a better experience in the park, less queues. Yeah. better access to restaurants to attractions but more room for entertainment yeah. maybe a better experience in the park um, and not to say it sound like cynical but so 800 split by 12 would be 60 euros a month I know people, many people would pay more than that for their phones yeah. so like, like yeah I do pay more yeah. than that but I mean you gotta be really into Disneyland Paris to, to spend that much I, I'm that person that was Yeah, of course. I mean, you know, also, I think we also live in, like, our fan bubble, and probably everyone who listens to this podcast is also a big fan of Disneyland Paris. So, of course, I think most of us will be okay paying that much money. But for... I mean, you rationalize it 60 euros a day if you go 12 days in a year. Isn't actually, for, what, for the entertainment aspect, isn't actually that bad. I mean, living in London, you're a bit skewed, but you can go and watch a show in London for £60 easily and it's two yeah. hours of your night. For just one night. Yeah, it's one <laughs> yeah. night. So, I mean, but it's also like, I think people do get sticker shock when it gets to that price as well. Like 800 is a lot. Yeah. And I think we underestimate it because we're only really buying for one. If you're buying for oh, four people, oh, right. if, if you're a family, it's 200 yeah. euros a year for a family of four. But I think if you're a family already, buying a package is better for you because there's always these deals like kids stay and play for free and things like that. So packages for families are usually, they're pretty good value, to be honest. Like you can get some yeah. nice deals. But and if you're a whole family, you probably don't go every weekend for all the parties. Maybe some families yeah. do, but... I think, there's a, I think there's probably a lot of families who go three times a year now yeah. because the passes are 200 euros and they're like, well, we yeah. can go three times a year. We can go to Spain for a week. Or we can spend 200 euros each on these passes and yeah. go to DLP three times. And you just put the car in the ferry and drive yeah, over to Disneyland Paris. And, and that, they, those people are probably going to get... And I think that's when I look at comments, it's mostly from... And, and, and that's the part that I can't really relate to at the moment. It's people that are saying, well, you're a family of four, you're like quadrupling the price. Of course, yeah. Us, which I is mean, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, those guys are getting priced out because no it's true that we don't, we don't have to pay for yeah. four times infinity. <laughs> no offence to these people, but in Disneyland Paris' eyes, you're paying once and then you're coming three times a year, staying in an off-site hotel, driving, maybe even cooking in like an apart hotel or whatever. You're, you're, you're being there without making them money, yeah. which... Yeah, of course. They of course. can't be expected to pay for all this new entertainment, all this stuff, if you're not there. <laughs> meanwhile, I'm money. like, meanwhile, I'm just walking around the park just like going, oh, I need water. Ka-ching! Like, yeah. I need some food. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, you know, I I stay on site, I stay off site, but I'm the I'm the one to hate, and I very rarely stay on site at this point. I'm always at the high park or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like everyone. Yeah. Or like that. But I think also like the annual pass service needs to increase a little bit. So like. I should be able to book an on-site room, room online. Oh my like, god, yes. Please have AP <laughs> online booking. And, like, at the end and for AP discounts for parties. Like, I want to book my Halloween night online. Yeah. Online. Well, I, I don't want to have to call. And it takes, like, literally <laughs> between the wait time uh, and the time on the phone, it takes 25 minutes. minutes. I've, so. I've actually stopped buying the AP discounted hard ticket event tickets. So I bought... I can't remember which party it was, but I, met, I ended up like calling up and they're like, yeah, it costs five pounds for delivery. And I did them sums and I'm like, well, okay, it's working out as the same price. Now I've paid five pounds for the delivery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, so what I do now is I just go to City Hall or City Services or ticketing when I'm in the park and buy, the, and buy it there because they can give you the AP discount. And if you just go to City Hall, because calling and then they, they will charge you five pounds for shipping. Which kind of like cancels your discount out, but which is hilarious. You see it on the paper, and it's like this costs Euro Disney ninety seven cents. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's like they're they're coining in four euros on shipping, which is so. If you're going often, yeah. They also need to realize go to City Hall to buy them. They also need to realize who their customers are. Like I'm, I know we always say this every time, and I'm not saying that all of the AP holders are English and that, but they need to realize that. If you're gonna, if you want us to pay this kind of money per year, at least offer the service to us in our language. Like, give us an online panel in our language that we can give you our money with. Let us renew online in English. No, like, you're you're the you're the guest who they should uh, be taking a package. I know, but no, no, because we go we go twelve <laughs> times a year. So. Sorry, but you're still the guy who should be taking a package. Not like, twelve times a year. Well, that's what they think, though. <laughs> yeah, they I mean, wake up. but it's true. I, it is a European destination, like the infinity and AP APs are all so directed to the French. It's kind of insane. The uh, infinity booking platform. Put your phone on silence. <laughs> the infinity booking platform <laughs> is only in French, and like we saw it today with the uh, Phantom Manor event. Like, I mean. Like you said, Jeff, you can pretty much figure it out, but... You shouldn't... When you're at a premium Disney resort, when you're paying this kind of money per year, you shouldn't have to figure it out. If you're going to Park Asterix, sure, figure it out. But if you're going <laughs> to... Like, shade on Shade. Asterix, <laughs> Random. If you're going to market this to English people and... Yes. You English people have bought the pass. At least do the decent thing and pr- provide it. That's my opinion. I agree, yeah. They should at least have English. We're not asking for every single language, but, you know... It's almost like they, they want, yeah, as Jeff said, they want all their annual passholders to be French for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it's, they do. It, 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 the logic is, is that the French people can come more often. You can't. You should take a package. Like, that, that's the, the kind of logic that they're is, thinking. Is that we live closer to CLP than the south of France. Like, yeah, but they don't care about the south of France either. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other irony in all this, not that when you go to the AP nights, 99% of the entertainment's in English. As well, <laughs> that's yeah. Well, some of the sometimes. AP nights were a lot of it was in French sometimes, know, like, but like the, sometimes it's all in English. So they, they started only doing like programs and that in French, but then I sent them a long email and that's changed now. Pirates and Princess they released an English program, so oh, because program of your email, got, <laughs> the, the program we got on the day was French. only in French, but they, they did email out an English one, didn't they? Over the character times and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm not sure, they made this weird video. They like made an Instagram story. Yeah, <laughs> that was the weirdest video. way to give the program. <laughs> anyway. I remember like Mickey Knight and they and everything. Like all of their entertainment was in English. Like yeah. 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 yeah, I think they were using voice recordings and that that they just happened to have in English oh, anyway. Like, but if you noticed all the announcements, uh, like yeah. the parks now closing and that yeah. will only be ever in French. Yeah. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in November and also what happens in the next few years for AP holders. But it's going to be a wild ride, I think. People are going to be complaining yearly. Keep listening. People, yeah. <laughs> Keep listening. Yeah, we'll have, uh, we'll have another episode on the next uh, price change. <laughs> We'll have episodes before that as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, but I mean, we have a section on it uh, next time. There's a thanks for listening to the podcast back yeah. in November. <laughs> back in November. No, 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 no. But uh, but I think it's time to close the show because now we're 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 way over two hours. Um, did you, sorry, did you want to talk about the AP night, the hundred carats or one cut? Oh, yeah. Or do you want to leave that for another one? Sorry, we're not finished yet. We're not finished. It's on sale. character night. It went smooth. I'm sure it's, not yeah. it's not sold out. I think it's not going to sold out. They actually fast. had a waiting room in place as well. Yeah. No, but they've had this before. I've seen it before. I didn't have to use it. I was in pretty quickly. I was in and out. It was but good. There is some strange issue with links that don't work sometimes. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 I still think it's weird that anyone with a link can just buy a ticket. So you can yeah. buy a ticket even if you can't go. Yeah. You can just go and buy a ticket. I yeah, wonder how many people weird. actually buy it and then yeah, think it's that it's going to be okay and then what Disney's going to tell them you can get in because you don't have an AP. And yeah. I, think, I think they need to also stop, you know, people are going, oh, I like the sound of that one. I'll buy an annual pass later. And like, you should have an annual pass at the time of booking yeah. and at the time of visiting. And you should have to name your guests when you're buying. You do. Well, you do. well because yeah, like you when you, but like look at when you, um, when you book like the Phantom Manor party or something, you go through the oh, infinity yeah. panel thing, and so you have to enter your AP number and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they should just go through that platform and make one for Magic Flex, Magic yeah. Plus. Sorry. Um, but um, or remove parties from Magic Plus. Or remove parties from Magic Plus. I think that is kind of like something that's gonna come up next. You well, know. Remember, they said when they introduced these annual passes, they nights they said, well, you know. One, they'll do one Magic Plus and Infinity, then two Infinity. They'll try to get people to do them through yeah. the Infinity Pass, and then eventually they'll like, do you know what, Magic Plus everyone. But I think they've learned that at the end of the day, they don't care who's coming to the party as long as you paid no, your entrance. They should. they should care because, you know, they should want... Okay, have your plus two, sure, whatever. But, you know, they should want people to be... Okay, so say these annual passes end up being 800 euros. So I'm going to get 800 euros of money... And then I'm going to charge you 50 euros on top of that, times three, 150 euros. You know, you're looking at, that's a lot of money coming in. Well, and they, they also want to sell out the party because they have, they have operational costs. And sometimes, well, I mean, say you can bring as many guests as you want, but you have to be an infinity pass holder to buy. But yeah, I guess that would work as well. Get one of your friends to buy an infinity pass and you'll just go with them to all the parties as well. Yeah, I mean, then, that. then you know, you're not getting people on a cheap pass who are just buying the entry. Yeah. It's a tough one. But in the end, they need to fill up the party. And, uh, you know, like things like Phantom Manor, which are free and also awesome, they'll, they'll sell out quickly. But it's not always the case, yeah. I think, for every single AP party, like uh, the Mickey 90 party. I don't know if it's sold out or... No, because it was on Thursday evening. Yeah. Well, no, right. They've, they've not sold out any of them, I don't think. I thought the 25th night sold out. Yeah, they sold out really 25th. Yeah. They sold out Marvel. They eventually sold... No, they didn't sell out Tower of Terror. Hmm. Uh, Paris of Princess didn't sell it no, no, no. no they just they do this thing where they're like oh my gosh guys it's sold out the day before like when they said that the ticket sales closed the day before like yeah no. that's just because they remove it from sale and uh, they, they still yeah. kind of go with that line of guys we sold it out Woo. yeah <laughs> last minute are the AP nights going to go the same as annual passage where they're going to try and extract more money from less people so they'll reduce the capacity but charge people that go more money oh, to go 
I don't know because you still want to make people feel like they have value in their past. That's why the Phantom Mana one is free, and I'm sure they're going to use that next time they move up the price. They'll be like, "Well, you've had, you know." um, Oh well, that's good. We get like live news. So (laughs) live news, but you're going to hear this in two days. You're going to hear it two days time, but uh, yeah, Mickey and Minnie's Railway. Um, runaway, runaway Railway is coming to uh, Disneyland's Toontown, but it is literally like breaking we, news. It came out a minute. It, ago. it just came out <laughs> right now. D23. Yeah, I thought we were gonna. <laughs> I thought we were gonna hear this at D twenty three, but I guess not. So, but we knew this already. I mean, um, news tonight, news today. I had already leaked that and quite a while back. Rumors of Paris as well. Yeah, rumors of Paris, but I really don't think it's going in Paris, guys. But Why? hey, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Well, time to close the show. Just stop reading the news. Uh, <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you, David, for being a, uh, a, a ghost host. Oh, thank you very uh, much. <laughs> Hashtag good today. guest. Good guests. We'd like give you like one of those badges like in Shanghai. <laughs> Congratulations for not pooping in the bush. <laughs> I didn't know that was a bar. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Jeff and, uh, and Elliot. And also, uh, we'll have Richie back next time. Richie, actually, we, even, we didn't even mention him. Uh, Richie is in Disney World for Easter for absolutely no reason. Um, but uh, he'll be back we hopefully. To meet Mickey and Minnie in their ground floating costumes and the Easter Bunny. And the Easter Bunny. Okay, fine, fair enough. Uh, but we'll be back with an, another episode very soon. And thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.